What's up, Brookie Nation? Hey! Your favorite podcast co-hosts have returned for another episode of Storybrook Circus. This is your we Once Upon here? a Time podcast. We are here. Um, for those of you who love Once Upon a Time, you are in the right place. We are reviewing the TV show one episode at a time. We have seen the show in its entirety, but we are now rewatching and putting it through its paces. Hello to YouTube. We're also taping video for uh, the YouTube fam out there. We tape the pre-show, as we like to call it, before we do our little watch party. Uh, we have a bunch of other stuff that we will be talking about before we actually get into watching the episode, as we always do. If it's your first time here, welcome. This is uh, this is actually episode... 20 this is a big achievement for us a big achievement for us episode 20 uh we're actually reviewing episode 19 because we're an episode off right now but um that's a big deal man we made it to 20 i guess i didn't say who we i are. know and if I'm you're Mackie new here us. the guy talking is mackie <laughs> yes and my lovely co-host and my name's isla hey is isla i like i said i said this right before we started Right before we push record, I was like, I hope I remember how to run this show because I forgot. And apparently it's I only don't. episode 20. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I haven't done this 19 times it's before. Fine. Whatever. You guys know who we are. We're here. It's fine. Yeah, we are here. How is life? How's it going? We've it's what is uh, what day is it? Wednesday? Touchy subject. It's been a week, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is a touchy subject. It's been uh, not just a day. It's been a week. It's been a couple. Uh, it's been several weeks. But you know what? We're here. We're persevering. We're pushing through. This is a highlight. I've though. got my got my Max T-shirt on today. Got my Mickey hat. Got a Marvel chair. We, we're very Disney. I know. Today. Wow, you're really feeling the mouse today. Why not? Why not? This is uh, this is the hat that I feel like I can get as far as I can get away with on my work Zoom calls. Okay. <laughs> like, like I don't go too far. Like I do this, and I have a black Yankee hat, and that's pretty much all I'll do. Because <laughs> anything more, I feel like inappropriate to be wearing like fun hats like during work you know what i mean yeah even though i'm home i know it's so weird Full like it's still weird it's like a year and a half later and i'm still like what's appropriate what what is okay what I'm, is appropriate i don't know it's true it's a good question i struggle because i'm a hybrid i'm a hybrid schedule now and i still struggle like when i get ready like today i wore a cute sundress and i was feeling it and i looked great but then i was thinking is this a dress that i can wear to the office i don't know i wore it anyway oh yeah but I completely, I, I have no sense of like what is work attire anymore. I'm showing yes. up and that is good enough at this point. Seriously. That is the exact same problem I'm having. I, I haven't gone out in so long and don't get me wrong. I love it. I'm, I am it also touchy subject. I'm a homebody. I really am. I, I've, I've pretended that I have not been, but I really am. <laughs> like I really enjoyed this entire time. Uh, when when it was furloughs, I was like, I know I'm not making money, but this is like the best thing that's ever happened. Right. Like to be able to like just stay home, not have to worry about telling people we can't hang out because nobody's hanging out. Like I was the person everyone was making fun of online because we got to finally have our way and stay home and not be bothered. But doing that, like at least if it's not pandemic time, you are forced to go out a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. And so like you you remember how to like dress up for like a nice like a birthday dinner sort of. or something weird like that. It's not formal, but it's like, you know, like you still have to be nice, like look nice. Okay, so we went to a wedding uh this past weekend 
And I did what I always do. I was in a full suit and tie because in my head. I don't know. I'm I'm somebody weddings. that needs to be extra for weddings. Like you need to Me be in too. a full okay. suit and I need to be in a really nice dress. You know what I mean? Like, like a, yeah. Bart like, and I do, do not do like casual weddings. Me too. And if okay. it is a casual I'm, wedding, we're not dressed me. for it. I thought it was just me. Okay. No. I'm glad that I'm not. Cra- I thought it was like a new 2021 thing because it was a lot of people. Dude, sneakers and khaki pants and uh, short sleeve, like sh- button down shirt, white shirt. It was like golf attire. Honestly, do like, you, I guess. But like, this is like your. This is an adult people, prom. You know. Why that's, not go that's all how out? I feel about it. We don't that's get to have these events anymore. When we grow up, life gets kind of boring, honestly. Yeah. So if you're going to have a moment where you get to have a moment, do it. Right. I look great. And we both looked great. Like, we both we, looked we, phenomenal. I mean, thank you. I, I just I felt really good in it. I was like, I don't care if I'm overdressed, underdressed. This is what I wanted to show up in. You know, you yeah. take your jacket off in the reception. You can roll up your sleeves. You can loosen your tie up. But I like I. I did the thing. You I, know I channel mean? Fran Fine. Every time I think that I am overdressing, yes. I'm like, but would Fran Fine care? No, she wouldn't. It is so funny that you bring that up because I am currently rewatching the entire Nanny series because oh it was on gosh. HBO Max. There's nothing I, like a flushing oh, queen. Oh my God. I love it so much. I used to watch a show on TV and it was Me totally too. my jam because. I'm obviously from New York, so that was very like a little near and dear to my heart. And like, I don't know, I just had a. I, I'm in this like COVID, like a rewatch thing, you know. Like everybody's been home and sometimes like just rewatching I miss the March shows of 2020. Sometimes. Oh my God, me too. No, I, I okay. Never admit that again. I'm so glad it's not just me, guys. We're twins. I don't know if you guys knew this. You can see us on YouTube. You can, right see, now. You can see that we see look identical. Obviously, right. But you know what? I'm not kidding. In this light right now, we could pass off as siblings. Yeah. I I, I don't think it's that far off. I'm just we saying. check off different ethnicities when we apply for jobs, but we are twins. But at heart, yeah, we are twins. I'm gonna lower my desk so that I'm there you go. That's better. Um sorry. Uh Sometimes, yeah, I, I feel I feel the same way. I felt I it, the uncertainty, the scariness of the medical stuff, the masks, all that stuff Death, sucks. Don't miss that. Yeah. And I, I am extremely, I consider myself extremely fortunate to not have been that impacted by it. You know, like, like in terms of like, I didn't have a family member die right. or something like really dramatic like but, that. Um, but obviously it happened. So that's really unfortunate. But like socially, just the social aspect. Like the people who are cramming themselves in clubs of 500 people and drinking and going crazy. Now they're the ones being shamed. I was like, I oh, no that's des- different. <laughs> you I know, just, I like, I still have no desire to do that. I never had a desire to do that, and people who did that always seemed nuts to me. I mean, no shame, no judgment. If that's what you like to do, it makes no, happy. I'm just like not that part. I yeah, and I, like I hate you can't pick and choose. Like I would love to right. pick and choose. Mm-hmm. I would love to work from home forever. I would love my baby to be there forever. Like you know what I mean? Like I would. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. maybe it's totally. also partly the fact that Harper is so much older now, and only a year right. and a half has gone by. But she's just like a completely different human being. And if you're new here, like, Harper is my daughter. She's fresh yeah. three. She's a new three-year-old. Couple of weeks, and, right at this point, right? Yeah, and when you mm. know when the pandemic started, she was not even two; she was still one. That's crazy. I think about even it. Even that and amount like, of time. What oh, happened? That's really wild. That's really wild. She Holy was crap. one year old when 
COVID happened. And, and now like she one is to three is very breed. different than like 26 to 27. <laughs> like, right. Yes. Like I am now 26. I started when I was what? 24. Yeah. No. Who cares? That's like, not the same. Yeah. 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 That, she's that a kid now. Right oh my God. She's not a baby. No. She speaks so out of pocket every day. And I'm like, oh my God. That? The kid's amazing. She's so anyway, funny. Now that you've had the, uh, the pre Once Upon a Time podcast, Isla and Mackie show. Hey, <laughs> that's we like to talk. This is what this is what we do. We we just talk and hang out. This is just unapologetic as call. well. Yeah. So you're just listening to us, uh, two friends who check in with each other every day, calling each other. You're just getting to listen to our us checking in. I know we act like other. we're checking up. Yeah, <laughs> just checking in. You know, I was texting you 20 minutes ago. Yeah, this is every day. This is in case you wanted to know what the dialogue sounds like to me every day. This is pretty much what it is to keep ourselves distracted from all all the crazy crap that goes on with our day every day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that we don't go nuts. Uh, ten out of ten recommend. Find yourself a friend who will distract you from your day to day bullshit. Yep. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Uh, to get into our show, we like to break our show into segments. If this is your first time here, uh, and the first segment is dedicated to the listener, it is called the Storybrook Daily Mirror. We love our newsboys. Thank you, newsboys. Uh, this is where we hear from you in all sorts of different ways. The Storybrook Daily Mirror and the World of Once Upon a Time is a fictional newspaper, so we kind of have our own newspaper where you get to submit articles, not articles, but you get to submit your thoughts and your opinions to us, uh, and we fake publish it in this fake paper. We I love it. How, how, how can they participate in this fun fake newspaper game? We got a phone number that you can call or text. That phone yeah, number can. is... Uh, 207-536-8512 love that for us we also have for our iphone users apple podcast does reviews and you can leave us a five-star review and share some words and we are going to read that on the air we have a discord that you can participate in and send us whatever you feel we have an instagram the sbc pod you can dm us your feelings and we have an email if you're into that sort of thing which we have learned some people are to our surprise and it is the sbcpod at gmail.com so hit us up we would love to talk to you and we would love to read your words on the air because they are important and they matter to us here in storybrook they sure do i need a bomb sound that's one of the sounds i don't have we need like a weird yeah Of all the things that we have on our soundboard, we don't have a bomb. That's so bizarre. I know. Um, but let's kick right, off so, the Daily Mirror. Yeah. Let's we have do a it. review. Mm. We love these. Personal Apple podcast five. review. Five-star review. Who's this it from? Is, this is by JCS, um, parenthesis, parenthesis, 6666. <laughs> yes. Thank you for reading that. <laughs> I think it's our friend Jonathan. If it's not... Jonathan- Correct yeah. me. I'm pretty sure it is Jonathan. In all caps, uh, the best podcast about once, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I have listened to so many podcasts about once, and this is the perfect one. It is like sitting oh down and talking to friends about such an amazing show, quirks and all, two thumbs way up, thumbs up emoji, thumbs up emoji, keep it up. Let's just talk about Iowa's, uh her Apple podcast review 
skills. She does this every week, thank you. every single episode. Thank you, thank you. We just want to point out how great you are at this. Thank you for reading all of the emojis, all of the, uh, what are these things? What do you call those? I, what do you call those? Grammat? They're... Uh, Punctuation. Oh my Punctuation. god! Called punctuation. We know English. I promise. School of Rock. Please help us. No schoolhouse <laughs> rock. Not school of rock. <laughs> in Jack Black, okay. we trust. <laughs> we in Jack Black, we trust. We are awful at this. Well, thank you so uh, Jonathan, much. JCS C six 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 six. A hundred percent, Jonathan. Use of the word quirks for sure. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I keep. Going off screen, I moved my desk around and uh, some of my sound effects are on the mixer that currently is out of reach. Hold, please. Oh, my gosh. I need to physically move this. Okay, that's better. Now I can actually reach my mixer. There's all sorts of shenanigans that happen on the show. We do it live. We don't edit anything out. So here we are. Here, this is it. Um, Jonathan, thank you so much again for your for your review. We got another uh, five-star review. That's like... It's a little intimidating. The perfect podcast, he said, which is, that's high praise, man. The I don't believe one, it, but we'll take the compliment. I don't believe it either, honestly. But uh, Fake it till you make it, I guess. I'm, I'm glad that you feel, though. <laughs> and I'm glad that some people agree with you as well. Um, I mean, we have some good, I mean, full disclosure, I think we can be transparent about this. We have 21 ratings, 21 five-star ratings. Anybody can check that, right so yeah, we can be transparent about it. Yeah, I feel like that's easy easy enough uh, information to find. But almost uh, more than one review every episode. I'm just saying. That's true. Exactly one more thanks to Jonathan. Math. <laughs> hey, we're 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 doing it. We're we're there. Uh, <laughs> I love giving Isla the Get off your ass. Let's do some math. Math, 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 math. <laughs> You're welcome for that. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, we also get texts and voicemails, as Isla mentioned before. We have a little bit of both today. We got a couple text messages first. We have um, Amanda. We have Amanda who has messaged us. Uh, Amanda from St. Louis. So we'll Ooh, add that to Missouri? the map. Right. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Missouri. Missouri spelled weird with extra letters that you don't say. <laughs> <What>? um, <laughs> it is. Uh, like Arkansas. Uh, she says, Hey, Brookies. So I finally, finally is in all caps. I finally caught up with all the episodes in our favorite podcast. And I have a thought for Mr. Gold's gold star in the field of excellence. As the seasons go on, change it from the first annual to the number season we're on. Stay gold, stay rumble. Thank you for that suggestion. Amanda from Stringless. Uh, it turns out one of the reasons why the first annual is in that name is for that exact reason. That was the plan all along, but I am glad that somebody picked up on that And thought idea, it was a good right? idea. That, <laughs> and thought it was a good idea, yeah. Uh, that the first annual actually meant that it was the first season, so that was always the intention to uh, to change that up. Thanks, Amanda. Uh, I hope you stay golden, stay yeah. rumpful. I'm glad we're on the same page, though. That's that's good. That means we're, we're doing vibing. Right. If that was yeah, the people yeah, that listen totally, to our show, totally, totally vibing. Um, what? Sorry, the dog's been weird. Uh, our second uh, message was another submission to the down the hatch, but this one I wanted to read because it, uh, it was made worth me it. chuckle. It 
it says hatch down the hatch open the hatch hatchety hatch hatch leo and that is our friend thank agent you leo agent from, leo from, oh from my the discord <laughs> so far that has been my favorite entry to down the hatch we've gotten emails we've gotten text messages we've gotten dms we've gotten it all over the place but that one by far hatchety hatch hatch takes the cake sir so uh, thank you thank you leo, for that. um Speaking of Agent Leo, he has left us a voicemail as well. So I'm just checking our settings to make sure that that's okay. And let's hear Agent Leo's voicemail. Hello, Brookies. It's Leo or Agent Leo. And yeah, I just want to share what I think and I hope is what everyone else is thinking and just appreciation and just pure fun with this podcast and you guys, Mackie and Isla. And I just wanted to share that, that thank you guys. The detail and work into the production notes, TV production, back onto the characters, the actors, Isla's amazing and funny quips <laughs> and witty commentary, like when... This is the only thing I bring. Emma Jefferson, and he says, "You son of a bee," and I just comes in. No, you bee. It's just so good and so funny. People actually catch me. They catch me uh, laughing out loud quite a bit when watching this podcast. Or when you said August in the real world would drink kombucha and just stay at hostels. It's so funny, but it really does feel as if we're all on a virtual couch watching this show and this series. And that's what I wanted to share. Just thank you. I love this show. Again, I won't always emphasize the writing in things like the Mad Hatter going mad from making a hat to see his daughter. Oh, so amazing. Such a great show. Such a great podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Agent Leo. Oh my gosh. We appreciate you and all of our listeners. But we love listeners who share that appreciation with us that because we think we're super weird and dorky and so when people enjoy our quips and quirks then uh and it very 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 much validates our yeah so thank you for validating me i always catch myself laughing out loud to things that like people you know what the voice in my head no um like TikToks or like if I'm listening to a podcast that's funny or if I'm reading a tweet or watching an Instagram story you know what I mean like I will laugh out loud at things Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that just has to laugh out loud and I'm like oh I feel so stupid right now because nobody can hear me so the fact that people are laughing out loud to our podcast makes me happy yes that's that's high praise I think that's a big deal that is a huge compliment that people are embarrassing themselves in public watching, <laughs> listening to our show. We are on a couch. I'm uh, on an actual yeah. couch today. I moved my recording session. You are. And people can see that because we're filming yeah. you. The air conditioner so, uh, is cranking right like now. To... It is hotter up here in Massachusetts than it is down where Mackie is in Florida. And it is like Oof. 100% humidity. It's going to thunderstorm pretty soon. I'm sure of it. But the air conditioner would end up raining a lot yesterday. Yeah, it's gonna thunderstorm again. It didn't even cool down or like cut out the humidity yesterday. It was insane. Oh man, Florida just drifted up there to you. It's the tropical storm, Danny. Oh, he showed up and he's so partying hard up here. It (laughs) it rains 
so friggin' often here that I don't even pay attention to that stuff anymore because it's just spawning yeah. all the time. You're also entering so hurricane I'm just like, season oh, pretty soon. Rain. So yeah, so it's all. So I'm like, oh, a hurricane's here. I don't even know. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like constantly raining. It rains for like two hours every day, and it's not always two hours in a row. Sometimes it's 45 minutes here, 30 minutes here, and then an hour and a half straight. Like it's just, it's just so rain, and you can't even do anything you can't plan around rain because by the time you change your plans the rain's already changed yeah. it's just a mess so we just like live in this but i'm weird August and i check time. all of my friends weather when i check my weather i don't know why um i know jesse does it too <laughs> I love that. but oh, i love that our friend jesse does the same thing like i literally will check my weather and then i just like open all my other cities and i have all everyone's cities and i just look what's going on that's there. great <laughs> I love, I really do love that. I, I, I do have Massachusetts in here because we know so many people up there. I have New York. I have California. I guess it's the people I talk to the most so that like, I, so I don't sound ignorant when I'm like, oh, it's so hot. And they're like, thanks. It's 40 degrees. Like, right. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I know some context around who I'm talking to. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We digress. Uh, so we got a review in. We got some a couple short text messages. We got our voicemail. Uh, that's really everybody who contributed to this Storybook Daily Mirror. Before we close it out, we do want to talk about uh, we're we are so on the cusp of getting this lost Patreon launched. So it's we really, I think we're we're so we put out some. Um, uh, Hannah Ran hooked it Hannah Rand. up. Huge shout out, huge, huge shout out to Taryn from Texas, who uh, created this really dope graphic for us to announce that we need uh, interest, you know, and, and people texting down the hatch like we've been doing for the last few weeks to the number to get our Lost Patreon started, as well as our uh, SBC movie club, our Brookies movie Consider club. Consider yourself a Dharma so, recruit and text oh, yeah. down the hatch. A Dharma recruit. We're going to have to use that. Um, there are, we have a, a couple of additional details. So uh, when this gets launched, when we tip this over, over the line, we are going to have uh, the SBC movie club will, uh, I, right now we're going to start out at once a month. We're going to try and, because our schedules are really nuts, mine in particular, but we're, we'll try and get more content as the time goes on. We're going to try and do a movie club once a month where we do a, a full length movie, the same as we're doing right now, uh, with production notes and segments and all that stuff. And then we watch the whole movie and do audio commentary. And then the, uh, that, then the, the second tier will get that plus the, uh, new lost podcast which we have a name for, which I never, I don't think, I think this Instagram story was actually the first time that we've announced the name. <laughs> so oh, I hey. guess you can say what that is. So the name of this new project is called uh, Hatching Up with Lost. That is the uh, is the official world premiere of the new name. Breaking news. Um, Hatching Up with Lost. So uh, we're, we're gathering up uh as much you know interest as we can so if you see that posted on sbc pod and we'll, we're going to put a post up in the next couple days here so if you see that uh feel free to repost it to your friends so that we can get as much interest as possible and get a conversation about that going on the thing that the two of those things also get you is a special role in the discord which will allow you access to a specific channel 
um, or a specific group of channels so that we can talk about the movies, we can talk about Lost and all that stuff. Uh, that is part of the subscription, I guess, uh, in, at Patreon. And some of the polls and stuff that we're going to do directly related to Patreon, we might do on there as well. And the podcast is going to be locked off as a private podcast within Patreon. So it's not going to be, it's going to be exclusive Patreon bonus content to our Storybrook Daily Mirror patreon so those are the additional details that we have on the on the lost patreon we're very very close to getting that there so tell your friends keep texting down the hatch to the number and we'll you know we're going to text everybody who who texted to us and let them know that it's there if they're interested in it and get those links out there so that we can have a party because i Yay. think that'd be really fun starbrook daily so now let's talk about the show uh, we are today we're reviewing episode 19 of Once Upon a Time, which is called The Return. This is the beginning. We're of, getting to it. Uh, we're going to beginning of the end, basically the beginning of the end of the second uh, for, of the first season. This particular episode character backstory is Rumpelstiltskin, but we're going to get a lot of stranger stuff, not his backstory, but the Storybrooke stuff, that timeline. We're going to really start because the next episode after this one is called, I believe it's the stranger called right? the stranger. Yeah. Um, which is when we really get into August's stuff. We're going to find out where he came from and all that good stuff. And this episode, we're going to start getting into leading into that mystery so that's really exciting because we've been waiting all season to kind of figure out what his deal is um it aired on april 22nd 2012 written by a homegirl jane espenson oh we love, snap. love a love a good jane espenson on this show uh is directed by paul edwards and we're we're starting to ramp up the ratings now right so last mm -hmm. week was eight point i think six three something like that now we got 9.08 million in the fake numbers that they made up about who watched this show. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, we don't get, I don't think anybody knew of, of note here in terms of the cast, but we do have Anastasia Griffith is back because we saw Catherine was found behind the diner uh, at the very last couple minutes of last week's episode. Uh, we have, you know, Ruby's back, Sydney's back, Dr. Whale is back. We haven't seen him in a little while. So we're going to get oh, David Anders great. come back and play him. We love oh, Dr. Whale. Say, <laughs> Dr. Whale gets a bad rap because, you know, he was kind of scummy in the beginning. Um, we have uh, young Dylan Schmidt, who we did not talk about the first time. He plays uh, young Balefire. He's another, you know, young a Canadian actor who is now a ripe looks like 22. Wow. So he, you know, he's right around that age, the same age group that all of those kids were, the Hansel and Gretel and Beans. what's her name that plays Young Snow. Um it looks like he, you know, a couple random things, a couple like R.L. Stein things and he eventually after once upon a time uh was in Olympus and X Company and a couple of like random TV things. Um nothing of of super note but it looks like he's, you know, he's still working so it's got a little bit of a budding career. It looks like he stopped a little bit in 2016 but you know, he's still he's still young so he's got he's got time. Um what else do we have? We got some bunch of random co-starring people who play you know random dwarfs and whatever in here but none of them are of note nothing nothing you would you would know the synopsis of this episode is mr gold attempts to uncover the true identity of august so that's oh, kind of what i was saying right so this is, it's all the, 
gold gold's gonna come after him uh emma confronts regina about her involvement with Catherine's disappearance since obviously now Catherine's back and david tries to apologize and reconcile with mary margaret so now we're on the other side of the david and Catherine triangle thing you okay yeah <laughs> i'm a little like uh, i'm a little nervous to watch this just because i know i'm gonna like jerk reaction to him being like i'm sorry but it's like you accused her of murder are you Jerk. Yeah, I mean, David's coming off of like a mess. He was, you know, infidelity and the love triangle. Right. Like, not only are you a cheater, now you're accusing your mistress of murder. Like, let's get it together, Charming. He like, he like gave her a bad name, and she's the one getting tramp ridden on her car because he made this whole thing public. Because we blame women and not men, and it's just yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, But but if we allow ourselves to get into the soap opera ness of all of this, right? Um, th- we are on the other side of the marriage potentially, and murder because they. I think bef- before she disappeared, I think they had already agreed to split up and whatever. Um, we're on the other side of so murder now because l- she's alive. We're on the other side of potential alleged murder, so we really are kind of on the reconciliation road. We're just on the very, very beginning of it. So as soap opera goes, and as ramping up to the end of the season goes, right. Which is the big question of the entire season is, is Emma going to break the curse, right? It's going to be yes or no. (laughs) So there's no surprise there. Uh, It's really about like, how does David and Mary Margaret patch this up? Right. Because it could be really cheap and easy because it's fast or they could actually make it some. So that's kind of what I'm going to be looking out for. Meanwhile, in the fairytale land, there was Rumpelstiltskin agrees to comply and do whatever it takes if his son can find a way for him to safely give up his powers and turn back into the loving man he used to be. So we're picking up with, uh, I think it's the price of gold. No, not that one. Uh, it was whatever one with, um, where he becomes the dark one. Um, okay. and he, uh, you know, that the son is now questioning whether it was worth it to have these crazy, dark, very dangerous powers when he was a coward. Now he can get what he wants. And, you know, Rumple very obviously was, supposedly trying to do this for him so that he can protect the sun but obviously the dark one's power you see where the dark one's powers end up getting him to this crazy place so this is this is going to be a lot of and this is going to come into have heavy play in season two um when we continue on with this story but this is really about rumpelstiltskin and his son yeah Re- really about that relationship so we really got to pay attention to what their relationship is like, how, where the cracks and, and fractures are, you know, because obviously it's a, we left it a little bit weird last time, you know, we find out a little bit more about the mom and all this other stuff. So uh, that's kind of where we're, where we're going with this. Before I move on, a lot of this conversation that we're having that we're kind of theorizing about stuff and whatever, uh, before I, f- I forgot to mention it in the Storybook Daily Mirror because I didn't put it in my notes, uh, we have a Discord. We've kind of referenced it a few times. The Discord link is in the show notes. And we really encourage a lot of people who are listening to the show to continue that conversation in Discord. Because now that I have created a spoiler channel, there is a lot of conversation. It pops. A daily. Off. Daily. I will go to of, work and I'll come I back mean, and I'm like, all right, let me click on it. And it's like 27 new messages since yeah, th- three like o'clock. Pages. I'm like, okay. Hold on. And like, no shame. Like, th- like we love this it. is why we made we it. Love we love it. love that people are talking about it. Love it. We're in it every um, day. Um, and not only are. are we in it every day, but you guys are in it every day. And it is so cool yeah. to watch and participate in these like rookie friendships forming because it's like we yeah. talk every day now. 
it's so cool yeah it's like we have a group of friends that just like are, are constantly chatting and it's gotten to the point where that i'm really proud of where their entire conversation is happening without island myself yes of just between people who are sharing their opinions and favorite characters and it's very 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 engaged. respectfully disagreeing uh, which we love the discourse oh my god love it. i i honestly really love the fact that everybody's not on the same page yeah like everybody's it's not so much cooler because we learned so that many would be new things boring. Yeah. And like getting other people's perspectives on it, I'll, 10 times out of 10, I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, like for example, perspective. let's just talk about one example where it yesterday and it trickled into today and I believe the day before where one of our bookies mentioned, why are we always calling it? I think it was Lisa. Why are we always mm-hmm. referencing the Enchanted Forest oh, yeah. like it was the med- medieval times? And we are like so guilty of this. We do it all the time. Yeah. Because it's just so ingrained in our brain. If you're going to a ball and you're wearing a fancy dress and there's knights, then it's And there's the castles and kings you know and queens. What I mean? yeah. It's not. <laughs> right. It's modern day. And everyone yeah. really kind of just talked about that. it for a while. And they're still talking about it. How, oh, well, we reference this and this and this. It's it's just so cool. And that's a very blanket overview and a, like a small example of what we get into. So we just really mm-hmm. encourage everyone who listens to the show and they like it to go join our Discord. Yeah, please do. Please, please do. Speaking of that, the, one of the reasons why that conversation started to really pop off was because we gave them a space to speak freely without spoilers. Uh, and, and we realized that the conversation was a lot richer because of it. So we're at a place now where we're coming up on the end of season one. And we're going to continue to keep it spoiler-free to the end of season one, because season one, this is a big deal, right? This is the first time we're kind of getting through it. And at this point, the people that we know of who are watching Once Upon a Time for the first time are, are already past us. this. So guess They're already what? on season two. So we kind of came to the decision we're that we're just going to blow quitting. the spoiler stuff Actually, away. the show's done. <laughs> we're quitting the show. It was nice knowing all of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think we're going to do uh, spoilers from season two on mm-hmm. and we're gonna try our best not to do like really really heavy plot we're not gonna ruin the end of the show be, for you yeah and and that's the thing because even in the spoiler ones like people are talking about the end of character arcs like where they completely end up and i'm yeah. like uh i don't know if i want to go that far but just talking about like what's coming up in the next few episodes or even the next season or it's two it's easy to theorize speaking. if we at least allow some spoilers to trickle in yeah, because a lot of this stuff is going to get we're going to get involved in family trees and who's related to who and Which is and who's coming we down the line. We need a whole line. episode. We need a family tree episode. Oh, we're definitely going to do that as a, as a bonus episode for sure. And and who and now that we, you know, are going to have a Patreon soon, um you know, that's a good place for that kind of bonus content if people are interested in that kind of thing. You know, so it's it, we we have some some room for things. Uh, the Discord is really where it all started. And because of that spoiler thing, that's going to just and that's the thing. Stuff that happened in the Discord is now changing and affecting how we run the show. Right. So that's kind and of a really started, cool place to be. We started talking about this right now because Mackie was mentioning Rumpel and Bay and how yeah. season two, it's going to. A lot's going to come out and we want to be able yeah. to like really dive into the Rumpel and Bay relationship because it is like integral to the show. Yeah. 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 And and so much so that it's uh, part of the character arcs that end in season one. We find out a lot about why people are doing X, Y, Z and what their plans were all along and all that kind of stuff. And so it's hard not to talk about it when episodes come up that, will you know, with that foresight going forward. So I think it would just make a better show. 
overall if mm-hmm. we did that. So we really, 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 really need to know from you. You have our text. You have our voicemail. You have our email, our Instagram. If you do not want us to have spoilers because you are actually watching the show with us one episode at a time, let us no, that we are. We, I just want to. We, we're casting a net out. We just want to make sure that there. Maybe there's like sixty people out there, and they're all watching. You're like, oh my god, no! Like, if that happens, we'll reevaluate. But right now, you know, because we we still this is this show is for you guys. You know what I mean? Like, we do. We're love taking this, your silence as acceptance because we did put this out there last week. We asked. We did. And we said if you are in disagreement, you need to let us know. And we have not heard anything. And we've heard not a single person actually. We've heard other people say like, yeah, we want to go spoiler heavy so yeah spoiler filled if you don't say if you don't speak up we're taking we're taking that silence as an okay to do so so yep so here we are that was that's your, how i talked to harper your, that was your last warning uh, yeah <laughs> so i talked to my kid i'm like listen if you don't say otherwise this is how we're doing it so we're gonna yeah we're gonna go on we're gonna go on. i'm gonna but get really all mom voice on you and if somebody <laughs> chimes in two weeks later because we said a spoiler i'm gonna be like listen we told you Reference this. I have the receipts. Thank you. I have the receipts. That was not the right ooh, by the way. That was supposed to be like a intimidated ooh from your Yeah, that was like a sassy ooh. I don't even know why we have that one because I don't think we've ever used it. It's not appropriate for anything. No. (laughs) So far. Uh, Yeah, I guess we don't really have one. So it's okay. It's fine. I'll just... I'll play that one because that's our, like our favorite one. Um, so now we're going to talk about production notes. Production notes. Uh, this is when we talk about behind the scenes stuff and things that happen on set and hidden details and so on and so forth. So uh, this particular episode, since it uh, has to do with the beginning of the mystery of the stranger, the title card apparently is uh, August driving around his motorcycle. So we'll see that as the first thing. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of hidden details. Uh, the Blue Fairy's real name apparently is either revealed or shown or something. Uh, it, it is <laughs> two words that are not English. They are Scottish. Rule Gorm. Rule Gorm. R e u l. G-H-O-R-M. Apparently I would it also is, go by Blue Fairy. It is, <laughs> it is Scottish Gaelic for Blue Star. Okay. So there you go. Uh, for the scene where the Blue Fairy meets up with Bay, Keegan Connor Tracy, who plays the Blue Fairy, uh, was crouching in the bushes and saying her lines off screen. So we know the Blue Fairy is a little CG, you know, kind of floating around fairy. So apparently Keegan was uh, just hanging out. Saying her lines in bushes, which is super cute. I feel like <laughs> I they have that. so much fun on this set. They really do. They help each other out. There's a lot of off-camera, you know, work to kind of do stuff as kids and stuff too. Got a couple Disney references here. So we got a, a Mickey Mouse telephone sitting in a case in Mr. Gold's Paul, uh, Mr. Gold's pawn shop, which oh, we've, we've seen, seen a that. couple times. It's in the bottom, I think, case of his main uh, kind of area where he talks to people uh when the blue fairy arrives she takes the form of a blue light that's a reference to disney's pinocchio film from the, the blue ooh, i want to say i want to say 40s maybe 50s uh when the uh sorry the magic bean that the blue fairy gives balefire is a reference to jack and the beanstalk there's a little bit of folklore right that they kind of weave into it Mm-hmm. There's a wooden donkey also that Mr. Gold finds in August's room. That's a reference to the Pinocchio tale where the, even in the novels, in the story, uh, Pinocchio witnessed children being turned into donkeys in the land of toys. It's also dramatized in the cartoon. We have in also in Mr. Gold's office, uh, it seems as though Mr. Gold has uh, collected Jefferson's hat box. 
he has it on a shelf. The last we've seen of the hat, uh, the actual hat itself fell out of the window and Jefferson disappeared. We presume he fell into the hat portal. Uh, well, the hat box is now in Mr. Gold's office, so that's kind of interesting. Um, which I, I believe when they say his office and not the pawn shop, they're referring to that room in the back. I think okay. that's his like office, yeah. so we'll look out for that. There's a vintage shoe shine box, five cents from the uh, from the 1970s, apparently in that back room as well. I don't know why they thought that particular hidden detail <laughs> okay. was important. There's like a million things in there, like but that vintage shoe box though. I'm like okay, fine. Um, something's changed. This was interesting. And the thing you love most, the window outside of the entrance of Mary Margaret's loft apartment. It's a regular, clear, single pane window. In the price of gold, they added four window panes. In this episode, the whole window is replaced by a stained glass window. And then in season two, uh, there's a in the season two premiere in episode one called Broken, it is replaced by a different stained glass window. I didn't what? even notice that this window was changing for whatever reason. In fact, not just that, um, the stained glass window in the episode appears in a corridor at the end of the thing you love most in stable boy and in this episode so they just took it from there and stuck it on the apartment interesting yeah really crazy uh i mean it's it's actually quite interesting how much they can get away with with stuff like that with props and and with um set you know decorations yeah they reuse a lot on this set especially like the, the well. wishing well geez i mean for like every time there's a, and it's so crazy how you don't even pick up it's on, different it's not yeah. like oh there's the well again yeah that's why they get paid the big bucks i mean they're really really good at taking physically something that is the same and dressing it and putting it in different context and paint and all these kind of things to make it you know different um let's see oh my god uh holds please we have one brand info august room <gasps> at the end uh has bird heart of profit Bird Heart of Province PV10530 wallpaper from a company oh called WallQuest. If you'd like to uh, get a quote from WallQuest to wallpaper your own house with Bird of Heart Province wallpaper, you can Google it because I don't know how to contact them. You're welcome. Uh, it's a random brand info. I, we should do I the entire. <laughs> can we just do one episode where we talk like that? Sure. Just like this is like a QVC time. commercial. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I w- we should do the whole of production notes with this, the elevator music. <laughs> production notes. Yeah, Today, just... we're going to be talking about the episode. <laughs> what is this? I don't even know. You'll see it has a coming. very rich history uh, of the uh, the vintage age. Uh, this is The Return. That is the name of this episode. The Return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, pause and read. We have a pause and read. One of the... Hold on. I'm just going to adjust this a little bit. Sorry, my microphone has been in like a weird place. Okay, we're good now. One of the papers in August's room contains a text written in first-person perspective by a person working in the film industry in Vancouver. I really like that someone paused and read this, and it was like this weird inception thing of like it's it's written by a person working in the film industry in Vancouver, which is the town where Once Upon a Time is taped. So it was like somebody was like writing an autobiography on set know, and, then like, and then pretended it was August. I don't know what it was, but apparently somebody, when they read it, when it was paused, that's, it was in first person perspective too, which we, I think, discovered that August does too a little bit. Like writes, I don't know if it's writing in first person specifically, but I kind of vaguely remember that. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's changed in The Thing You Love Most, there was a ship painting 
Oh, yeah, shit painting sitting on the floor in Archie's office. And this episode, it's actually hanging on the wall outside the entrance to his office. I do like that little bit of like evolution and progression that like a real person would be changing stuff about their room. So every yeah. time you go in, it's a little different, you know? Like to me, that's not like a fluke. Like that's not like, oh, darn, they messed that up. It's just like, like us. We rearrange things all the time. Look at you. You've been rearranging your office since you moved in. Like, that's true. It's just the progression I, of life. Have we been on this, but yet? Was yes. were we on this for last, last episode? Week. Okay, my my yep. new. I forgot to introduce the new background. It's going to be some artwork right here. Oh my god! If I could find a once upon a time specific, we need to go to Etsy and see if we can find like a really cool once upon a time piece of art and put it right there. That sure would be could. so dope. Okay, Brookie Nation, if we can crowdsource this, let's. I want. I, it wouldn't it be dope if like the Brookies picked the art that shows up on the found it. Break? Yeah, that would be sick. Okay, so if anybody wants to find me some really cool art. Uh, I have a very weird eclectic art taste, so if you guys can stab in the dark at what I like for art, I will put it on that wall. That'll be your... It's just going to be the meme of Rumpel. <laughs> the all one meme that I see is That's it. It's going to be the one. The meme in all of Once Upon a Time history. Uh, we have another reused prop that we've talked about in a previous episode. It was What Happened to Frederick. So uh, in What Happened to Frederick... And in Fruit of the Poisonous Tree, what, what happened to Frederick Jim's license plate was the same as Regina's license plate in Fruit of the Poisonous Tree. Well, Illegal. August's motorcycle is reusing that same license plate again, 40F5TH. Uh, Regina's and Jim's was now put on this. That's three episodes in a row, three different cars, three different owners, same license. There you go. Come on. Prop department. And there's not even a lost reference in the license plate, which is just insane. And speaking of which, there's no lost episode reference in the whole episode. Again? And that's the spot where it should have been. That's where it should have been. And I don't think... This is lazy. And what? 40F... So 40F5TH. I can't even figure out what that could be like coded as that they didn't pick up on. You know what I mean? Right. I guess it's sort of written the way that film stock is is numbered. Like, um, so when they deliver reels, like in Hollywood, right? The the film will have a number, and that's what they use to catalog it. So it'll be like zero F six nine four two or whatever, and that'll be like Hunger Games or you know what I mean. So that's kind of, could be some kind of stock number of a reel somewhere, but that nobody knew the reference to, like they may have put there, but. No idea. Uh, the wiki huh. does not know. Well, uh, because there's no uh, what's in the hatch reference and our production notes were not uh, like crazy super heavy, that is pretty much the end of our production notes. I'm just looking really quick through some more of this. St- Wait a minute. Wait. Re- the return? Wait. Oh, my God. Breaking news, guys. Breaking news. I missed a couple things. I just went back to go look. Breaking news. At the welcome home party. Oh my gosh. Mary Margaret is wearing an anthropology Eunice cashmere cardigan over an anthropology dropped dots dress. Both are no longer available. Sad. Uh, Mary Margaret. I just need to say, Mary Margaret is always wearing anthro always. and she's a, a teacher how is she affording true this? but like a fashion diva because she always looks dope as heck she does look great but mary margaret to me seems like a thrifter that's true well they dress her in anthro i see her hitting up savers 
just really like this. Oh. And I don't know about any savers that carry a lot of anthropology. <laughs> Apparently, Mary Margaret wears the same cardigan in The Stranger, which is the next episode. She puts it on again in the season two premiere. See, this is more like her. Uh, <laughs> She's an outfit repeater. Uh, right before she and Emma are transported to the Enchanted Forest and something. Uh, continues I just to- want to say I love thrifting. That was not a dig at thrifting. I just, she seems like more like somebody no, yeah. that would be like, this sweater needs more life. A hundred percent. She definitely uh, falls into that category, I think. So I just really like that music. Uh, yeah, random brand info that I just happened to to miss there. Uh, if And it's an anthro. An anthro one, yeah. If anyone's interested, uh, the Fair Acres Mansion is this historic building in Barnaby, apparently. Oh, Burnaby, uh, the Burnaby Art Gallery. That's what doubles as the Sisters of St. Mesa, uh, the convent for the nurse. The, okay. Whatever, the nuns. Uh, and it also doubles again the as nunnery. like some other monastery. And like this particular place, like it doubles as in the show oh. Psych, Stargate, SG-1. There's a whole bunch of other... Um, uh, shows that also use it just reading through the wiki that's all <laughs> so we are here <laughs> they actually list that license plate thing as a goof like it's not even like well i think it's a goof i mean if you catch it for sure you know what i mean because you can't have the same license plate so i always wonder that like if you retire your license if you like give your license plate back and they give it to someone else and it's just in this system as this belongs to this new person now or no I don't think so, because now you don't really give back your plates. I've never given one back, but I always thought... You just kind of, like, dispose of it. I always thought but I, was I think... But see, no, I don't think so. Because of statute of limitation in a lot of states, hmm. where you can report an accident so many years after it true, happened. True, true. So if you sold your car, and then if you reprinted it to someone else, you could be like, oh my god, look at Kevin rear-ended me, and Pam's like... No, I did not. <laughs> but also Pam lies As somebody that works in the insurance so. industry, that seems extremely problematic. So I don't think so. If anything, I'm sure if you give them back, they melt it down and reprint new ones with new numbers. Right. Uh, totally in prison while they're doing a musical number, as we've been taught in uh, TV shows and movies. Right? That, isn't that yes. how they make license plates? Yep. Everyone's doing like yes. jailbird rock or whatever and high water pants yep. and they're always they're clanking license plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody out there seen Cry Baby? Have you seen this movie? It's a Johnny Depp movie. No. Okay. You need to watch. Oh my god! I just got a text message from National Grid. Said to say your power is going to go out. Weird. I've literally never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Severe thunderstorm. By the way, coming. Stay connected and prepared. Don't expect Outage your power central. to stay on. <laughs> yeah. So we out. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Yeah, oh, we'll know. We'll know when she freezes up. That's a that's a sign that she's lost power. Okay, you need to watch Saved, as confirmed by my friends in the Discord. I saw you also with many more and adult Macaulay Culkin, and you need to watch Crybaby. Crybaby. I say that I always say this because in Crybaby they do a Jailhouse Rock style number in a prison. Uh, where he it, the song is called I guess I'm doing time for being young. That's what it's called. Uh, and he's it's literally him clanking newspapers. <laughs> I mean, uh, license plates, like making license plates. Really? And they're, and they're singing and dancing, and they get out of hand, and so the cops like hose them down with like a fire hose to get them under control and all this stuff. It was, it's basically oh, making fun of Jaws Rock. But Crybaby is about a uh, what do they call them? 
the, the like rowdy kids in the 50s, right? Who ride motorcycles and they're called uh, drapes is what they got, like a local gang. You know okay. what I mean? And really all they do is they play rock and roll and... <laughs> And like drive crazy, a little crazy, like that's their gangs, right? Uh, and the squares are the nice, you know, proper white kids that are just the like, altar yeah. boys. Uh, they're in like a glee club, and they're you know they're they're being taught how to be proper gentlemen and ladies in these like little clubs and stuff. Uh, and the whole it's a Romeo and Juliet thing where one of the squares falls in love with Johnny Depp is the leader of the drapes, and one of the you know she falls in love with him, and it's about them trying yes. together. Uh, Iggy Pop is in it. Um, there's a there's a few uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a John Waters film so it's just like Hairspray, yeah huh. I think I, I could okay. I'll I might be out. wrong about that but it's basically made just like Hairspray. Oh, Ricky Lake is in it when Ricky Lake was like four hundred pounds and like like way before nineties huh. Ricky Lake like of the talk show era, uh, and mm-hmm. Tracy Lords famous ex porn star who appeared in many movies most recently Zach and Mary make a porno, uh, she is also in this. I'm pretty, oh, I'm pretty sure it is John Waters, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, I remember seeing some documentary where he was all excited about working with Tracy Lord, which is super creepy. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yeah. Uh, and it's set up like anything like Grease, right? There's like a group of girls and a group of guys, and they're all together in a gang. And then there's yep. like the people, the, the nerdy kids who are, you know, always yep. like picking fights and stuff with them. And, you know, but every time I think of license plates being made in a jail, I always think of Jailhouse Rock from Elvis. Picture. And then this remake of that, of Crybaby, Johnny Depp, like, and literally like black spats or black shoes, white socks, high water pants, just like Elvis. He's got his hair done like oh, Elvis, yeah. you know, and he's just doing the twist and like clanking license plates away. I'm like, oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good one. Maybe we'll, maybe Crybaby will be one of our movie club movies. Maybe. It's really actually quite good and fun to make fun of. It's really, this is like as campy as campy could be. Yeah. Anyway, we're now in the part of the show where we get to watch the show in a little watch party. Um, we do have a lot. We always look out for the inspired line um, for the episode title. In this case, Bay uh, Balefire to Rumpelstiltskin. He says, Papa, if I find a way for you to get rid of the power... A way that doesn't kill you or hurt me, would you do it? I don't see what that has to do with the return, but that is the quoted <laughs> that is the quoted line. That okay. is the line. That is like the bonus special line. Um let's see. We also have a couple notes before we start watching. Uh we have a few sounds that we like to talk about. First of all, we have our very obvious, our drinking bell. Uh, So we have a little drinking game that we play. Uh, There's some random various rules when we talk about magic, when we see the Emma's yellow bug, when we see references to apples. It's like random things. Um, So if you have a beverage of your choice, water, tea, alcohol, or otherwise, you can take a drink during that. We also have an adjacent uh, drink, right? which is that little clink sound. That's kind of like a toast. You just like turn to your friends and you like, you know, clink your beers together because uh, that is yep. when we do a little tribute to our uh, production notes. If we see anything that we were talking about during the pre-show, then we do a little, uh, little, little clink. And the last thing, well, last couple things is about our, our play, our actual playing of the show. Um, we have that sound and that sound is me playing and pausing the show so that you can, if you are watching along with us, you can sync it as well. So if you hear that sound, that is to play and pause. And if we have to move wherever we're playing, I'll let you know. And then we can sync it at a point together. If we have to rewind. Yeah. 
It's rewind time. My God. Will Smith? We hired Will, Will Smith. Will Smith of our friend Fresh Will. Prince fame working for Storybrooke Circus? Thanks, Will. Uh, sometimes it's rewind time. And then Will Smith tells us that that's what that is. So without further ado, we say goodbye to YouTube. Thank you for joining us in, in the pre-show. Uh, if you would like to listen to the rest of the show, then you can find it at your favorite podcast location right here. For the rest of us who are going to continue on, uh, here is the return. Previously on Once Upon a Time. The sheriff found a heart in your jewelry box. The weapon was found in your apartment. You didn't kill Catherine. You can my look as real. I'm so dramatic. And I want to help others see the light. But I already believe. I'm here for Emma. Catherine? That was a really good surprised Emma face. All right, August oh, rolling there through. he is on the motorcycle. On his motorcycle. Like the badass he is. All right, what do we got? What are we seeing? Who's got room a bedroom? Is this? Looks like uh, Granny's room, maybe. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh. August is not having a good time. Oh, he's. He's like seizing. Yeah. Okay, that's how I like to wake up too. Yeah. Sometimes I just throw myself out of bed like that. It's all it, it's all I can do to start my day. He's really going through it. Yeah, sure is. Got a nice rotary phone we're working with here. I like the touch. None of the kids know how to use those these days. Nope, not at hey all. There. Good. This is taking too long. We need to accelerate the plan. Oh, who the are you plan? talking to? It's almost nine. Excuse me? You all set? You know what to do? Surprise, Henry. Operation Cobra is always ready. Operation Cobra. Cobra. Just what? I don't understand what this has to do with getting Emma to believe. Sometimes other priorities assert themselves. Can you handle a little improvisation? I don't think he knows yeah. some of those words. Can you? <laughs> Where a go? That was a good answer, Henry. I'm gonna be honest. Can you? He's like a little sparky kid. Yeah, that was a that was one that you had to answer with question because. Yeah, yeah. Can't let them know your weaknesses. Yeah, that's true. All right, we got Mr. Gold's. Uh, hey, Mr. Gold. Good morning, pawn Henry. shop. Let's see. What can I do for you? I want to get a gift for Miss Blanchard. Oh, I see. Since she didn't kill that woman. <laughs> Good thinking. A drop charges <laughs> gift. <laughs> Very classy. <laughs> what else? What are we seeing? There's so much to look at. This is the back office, right? Uh, I'm trying to find... What were we looking for? Like a top hat? What, these oh, are the, the these hat are the box. That, hat box. The hat box. It was there. And no, I can't see anything. <laughs> I know. Okay, this is the scene that people like pause and catalog every single thing in the shot. I was going to say, there's no way Mr. Gold yeah. didn't know that that was a setup. I'm looking for some maps. I'm a bit of a collector. Yeah. Well, there's maps through in the shop. This is my office. Right. I thought this was the entrance. It's not. The shop's through there. Oh, he's mad. This isn't even like um, him being like, ooh, like I love a game. He's like actually angry. Oh, yeah. I love, a, I love a good mad Mr. Gold. It's because I don't think he knows who he is. I don't think so either. Look at how confused he just was. That face. Yeah. You're right. He's Emma. caught off guard. Come on in. 
Oh, you're totally he dyed his hair. Oh, there's Dr. Whale. Listen, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but do you remember what happened? I don't know much. We just um, got plenty of time. I Let's was in a car And look, now she's in the same hospital bed that I David was in. I remember the airbag going off. Oh my God, you were And she and can't remember anything, just like David. <laughs> From the same doctor. I didn't see anyone, but there was food and water. And then I guess I was drugged. Yeah, we're still trying to flush that out of your system. And then I woke up in a field. The <laughs> he still looks creepy. And I started walking. Was it? You saw no one. You didn't hear a voice, smell perfume, cologne, anything? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I wish I could help. Especially since while I was gone, you thought I was dead? Your DNA matched the It's not that weird. Found. They're grilling everybody down at the hospital lab to see who doctored the DNA results. Why would anyone do it's this? It's you, bro. Yeah, I no. think someone was trying to frame Mary Margaret. I don't think he's that but stupid. Why? I mean, who would do something like that? You, Dr. Whale. You broke you our deal. For her? <laughs> I broke one deal in my life, dear. And it sadly wasn't this one. Catherine was supposed to die in there. Margaret was to get the blame. Juicy. Yeah, murder seems so much worse here, though, doesn't it? You can't just tongue someone into a snail and then step on them, can you? <laughs> you didn't say kill her. We agreed that something tragic should happen to her. Oh, I love it. Abduction oh. is tragic. The intent was perfectly clear. Oh, let's not talk about intent. Intent is meaningless. Intent is everything. Please. He is still mad. This snarly. He's like really pissed I'm, off. He's pressed right now. All kinds of Mickey. questions about where she was and how the test results were fake. Oh yes, and um, and who put the key in her cell? It's all going to lead to me, isn't it? <laughs> you bastard. Oh, bastard. I this knew doesn't make a rough any word sense. ABC. You and I, Excuse we've been me. in this together from the start. Oh, have we? You created the curse for me. The curse that brought us here and built all this. Yes, with time you said thank you. Why did you do it? <laughs> I love this. Well, you're a smart woman, Your Majesty. Figure it out. This is a different type of quabble. Quabble? Yo! Not that. It's wrong. Drink twice for that square off. That was a different uh, sort of square off, though. Okay. Let's just, we need to regroup a little bit for a second. That, so, uh, so we're, nor, we're used to witty banter. This was angry argument. Yeah. But like, still, it's still very reserved and still very controlled, which I love yes. about this show. Yes. When they fight, they it's and this is one of the reasons I think why we keep doing this medieval in the past thing. I, I mean, I don't think it's intentionally to anger the history buffs that we know are from some of our friends who watch the show. It's really because. Of the closest thing that we can compare it to, where think about Shakespeare, think about, uh, you know, medieval England and and how they fought and how they squabbled, right? And, and like the way that arguments happened were very wordy. It was very sophisticated intelligence. Mm -hmm. And that's how you got around, you know, outwitting the other person was the way that people argued. Yelling and screaming is a very American thing. Yes. <laughs> a, or, or sorry, at least a very modern time thing is, is people's anger resulting in this like verbal violence right mm -hmm. that's not how they did it back in the day so this it, it there's so many connections to that old uh almost regal 
classy style of yeah of of squaring off and arguing that there's even doing in storybook not just in the enchanted forest but even in storybook the way that it goes back and forth feels like you're still in a castle like it feels right. you know what i mean that it was just like not royalty. a game that was like there no. were stakes in that yeah and you can see the tension too and like how the risk factor is getting higher so like regina can see that things could possibly implicate her like mm-hmm. it's not really going to go her way she's getting frustrated at that mr gold's getting fed up with like the, the i guess the joy of the mischief and he's kind of at the end of his rope too so which i think is nice for the end of the season that we're getting to that place where everybody's a little more tense yep. than they used to be, which is kind of exciting to watch because right, we don't it's know where it's going to go. Been the same for thirty years. Oh god, I'm so excited about this right now. <laughs> okay, uh, just as a quick note that came up in the in the production notes that I didn't put in here uh in mr gold's pawn shop he was just playing with a ball in his hand a, a bunch and then he stuck it up on the wall while he was talking to her it's the ball that bay is currently playing with so while oh. we were talking we transitioned into the enchanted forest and now we're looking at bay play like essentially soccer yeah well this ball he's kicking around is the ball that mr gold was just oh. messing around with in the pawn shop i read it and it didn't have any context and now that i just saw it happen i was like oh that's what they were talking about <laughs> What are you doing in the middle of the road, boy? I'm sorry, I... Yeah, I know you. It's fine, it's fine. You know, it was the donkey's fault. You want a uh, chicken or some eggs? It's all right, no, I should probably What's just... What's going on? <laughs> this is like a kid from Beverly Hills, like Gossip Girl yeah. style. You're like, oh, you're whose son? Oh, I'm so sorry. Nothing. It was my fault. I wasn't looking where I was going. But <laughs> he says he's fine. I'm fine, Papa. Really. Are you sure, babe? Yes. I'm fine. Well, I suppose it won't happen again. It won't. No. No. Boy. What's that? Uh, it's nothing. Being it's drunk nothing. on power, huh? Don't bother. I, I think use of magic has a drink. Yeah. So, drink away. Can't turn like someone that. into a snail no. and step on him. Please, Papa, don't. Oh. No, Papa! Papa! <gasps> so he was speaking from experience. Wow, that's rough. See, like, I probably wouldn't forgive my dad for that. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's told in storytelling a lot and in TV shows and things of like of a parent will do anything for their kid. And like, at what cost? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where's the line? You're going to lose your kid in, in the middle like, of Would that. you kill somebody for your kid? Like, it's probably not. You know what yes, I mean? Like, that, I would, those lines but... are always. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like kind of a philosophical mm-hmm. uh, exploration that's often talked about in, in TV. But what position does that put? And burden mm-hmm. does that put on the child of or or if in fact, not even just parent child, but if you're protecting someone, you know, right. a husband and wife or a family member or something like that, like what burden does it put on the person you're protecting to kind of like lay this heavy thing on them because of something you did right now, granted, it protects them, but it also hurts them at the same time. And what is that balance of like how much you're hurting them versus what you really protected them from, which is kind of a I feel like a more. A, a, a bigger broad stroke that I do like that once upon a time, despite being a soap opera, does raise some kind of interesting philosophical questions yeah. like that. 
that are still relevant and you know to think about it looks like we're back in storybrook at the hospital surprise surprise david's here to talk to Catherine. now we're back in the young and the restless storybrook edition glad you're not dead yeah hey boo <laughs> looking good are we still can you sign these papers <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god why is he i'm sorry the fool was that i was trying to kiss you on your forehead it was meant to be sweet <laughs> oh my god you. who wrote that it's good to see you who, hated that. hold on god. hated that who wrote that I hated somebody that. was like you want to know what's going to be really funny if we have like prince charming but like not kissing snow white it'll be like a, it'll be like a prince charming nope. thing nope. no that is immediately cut out of the script. That's that was awful. so bad. That was so bad. We hated every second of that. I'm upset that Jane Espenson let that slide. Because <laughs> that is not okay. Nope. Not even as a nod to Prince Charming in like a in like a cute way. It's no, awful. That was terrible. Ugh. I'm sorry. Just if you would have just come in and he would she would have woke up and you. he said, Catherine, I'm sorry. Perfectly fine. I'm sorry I cheated on you. I'm just I'm sorry for all this. You know, what we had, it wasn't it for you. Maybe for both of us. I can't blame you for just being the first one to see it. But I, I can do uh, for the other stuff, though. Kind of amazing. Yeah, I am. Now go and get out of here so I can get some rest. I'm going to give you that kiss on the forehead now. This is like this is like pulled oh directly out of. No, Why no, 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 are we no. doing this again? No, 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 no. This is the place for that. Here's the thing. This is my problem. And everybody's been complaining about the like, man, kissing Snow White and Sleeping Beauty is non-consensual. First of all, shut up. That's not. Listen, just let the stupid cartoon be the thing. Oh He's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouth yeah. raping no, her. No, no, so no. So stop. However, that is kind of what they wrote into here, that she's sleeping and he's going to like lean over and kiss her, even though that all these things had gone unsaid, right? If he walked in and he said, Catherine, I'm sorry for all this and I cheated and I, I feel so bad. And they had this really heartwarming moment where it very much seems like they could be friends, right? Which yep. is kind of, it feels more friendly and more kind of going, getting past it. That would be the place where you would be like, be, just because you're getting divorced for various reasons, like let's take the cheating out of it for, for a moment, right? The fact that it's, your relationship's not going to work out doesn't mean you have to hate each other. That's like right. a common thing is that you think like divorcees have to just be like fighting all the time and be fighting over kids and money and shit. But like not everybody that gets divorced are are like enemies. You know what I mean? I think like it was sometimes... just the way he said it, which was very pickup liney where he goes, I'm going to give you that kiss on the forehead. Yeah. No. Like, because probably should have said it. <laughs> it's like him right well it, it would have been extra awkward if he had gone in the second time and not said anything <laughs> and just tried again it would have been worse meanwhile but i would have been like it's okay man yeah yeah like to on, everyone like, listening i'm fist pumping like <laughs> just do the like hit him hit his forehead with the palm of your hand and just be like i'm good but like the fact that like that, the one thing from this scene, if you just cut the first one, don't put that stupid pickup line in the second one. And if he just, without any words, just leaned over and kissed her on the forehead, that entire thing would have been a really sweet moment. It this would have been, been a, a great closure moment. A hundred percent. This is what David and Catherine in Storybrooke needed, was that moment 100%. where they both were in agreement that this wasn't it anymore. Yeah. But and we're glad that they're both it. alive. You ruined it with 90210 bullshit cut like yeah. pickup lines that <laughs> you could have just removed. Anyway, that's my soapbox. But uh, I'll, I'm going to pretend like the stupid two pickup lines didn't happen because okay. the meat of the middle of the of that scene Great, was actually that. very cute. 
I did love it. Like, I wish he just did that from the beginning. I wish there didn't yeah. need to be infidelity. Like, there didn't. You're right. You're 100% right. You know if what that I mean? Was just it? Like, that was so great because now he has a clear conscience and he's like, I can go be with Mary Margaret and it's okay because Catherine knows. And like, what well, I know we, I know we couldn't have skipped over it because it's a, it's a TV show. It's a soap opera. But like, how nice would that have been if he was just open and I, honest? Here's the and thing, though. Like, as a soap opera, I still think it would have been juicy and it still would have been tense and there still would have been a somewhat of a love triangle. Think about the very, very beginning when he's like first falling, 715. Like right? at the he's hospital. Yeah. Love. When they're like yeah. doing their little like walks around the hospital campus. Like, yeah, <sighs> I think it's hard because when you whenever you put a guy in this situation in a story like this, you automatically put him into this place where he has to be ashamed of feeling whatever he's feeling. Especially when there's another girl involved, right? To not just be able to to articulate, because not every there are obviously plenty of guys who would do that, but there are some guys who would just go, "Look, I owe it to you to say, I I met someone and I want to do this right." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I have to acknowledge the fact that these feelings are not right, and we have to talk about it. There are guys that will do that, and I still think it would have been just as tense to figure out. You know, have Catherine trying to like, because she still did it, that this like desperate plea to try and keep him around. Yeah. And then him being like, no. And then them maybe falling in love too. And then like, all I'm saying is he could have been honest with both women and it still could have been. Uh, Juicy. And like, yeah, like, um, and the anticipation could have still been there. there. Without, but but, no. th- but the 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 easy turn, in, especially in television, is it's is sex is is sells right. Yeah. So sex is is the sexy thing. So like, if you have these two characters cheating, then the risk is higher. And I'm like, yeah, but you can put emotional risk in without this like really physically emotionally destructive gross thing. infidelity cheating. Scandal. And it's just because it's 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 low hanging fruit, right? Everybody yeah. responds to that, and only you have to be kind of like a little bit more. Uh, emotionally mature to be able to find even uh, dramatic entertainment out of like a real relationship like that. Right. You know, where two people or like, three people in that case would be like working it out. Like mm-hmm. that's still to me, I'm like, oh, who, who's he going to end up with? Like, how's it going to work out? Like, right. That's still kind of exciting without having to be like, two of them are scumbags. Right. <laughs> like you didn't have to do that. And also like Snow to a certain degree, like all that sneaking around in the beginning, like really made her look so shady and shitty. Like I don't think Mary Margaret deserved writing like that either to no. basically be a mistress and be okay with it. Yeah. And have Emma have to be like, why are you sneaking around and blah, blah, blah. And you meet him at the diner and blah, blah, like, ugh. Yeah. American TV writing is problematic. That's okay. It's for another podcast. Uh, we are you now at a party. Is this the Mary? Oh my God. This is just to welcome you guys. I got a lot of friends. I didn't feel like that yesterday. Is this Mary Margaret getting acquitted? I'm party? Sorry. Acquittal party? She's, this is bad. How bad was it? And like what she just office. said, Mary Not Margaret bad. literally, Emma goes, Looks like you have a lot of friends. And she goes, Didn't feel like that yesterday. That shitty feeling. No, yeah. none of you assholes had her back yesterday when she was yeah. an accused murderer. But now, all of a sudden, that the proof. Yeah, and you know right. what's crazy? Emma did believe her. She, she did through the end. Emma needed no proof, which is crazy. Now that I'm like talking, I'm talking this out out loud. Okay, all no, right, yeah, we're thinking yeah. out loud yeah, here. Yeah. 
Emma yeah. needed zero proof that Mary Margaret didn't murder Catherine, but she That's needs true. proof she that magic is real. Oh, yeah. And so, everyone uh, else needed proof. They needed physical Catherine to be there. Oh, Mary Margaret couldn't have done it because Catherine's alive. That's the only reason. Now you're throwing a party for her, you backstabbing bitches. Yeah, legit. Like, 100%. So, uh, I just want to... This is a perfect opportunity to, again, replug the Discord. Because this entire conversation came up in the Discord. Uh, specifically about Emma's character. Because we really went in hard on her. Not be- like the whole Jefferson thing and her not believing in magic. And Jefferson, like, the one person to finally really package it neatly for her is someone who actually committed a crime and kidnapped her. And really yep. in a kind of yep. really yep. traumatic way. However, that does not negate how he was framing her um her stubbornness about believing in the magic yeah. right i wish that that had either come from a different character I, not really what i really wish is that it came from jefferson in exactly that way but under different circumstances because yes. what he was saying was so poignant and so true and she really had no argument against hardly other than you're crazy because you kidnapped me like that doesn't make what i said crazy though no <laughs> but it does negate not. in that moment yeah, right. It, it kind of it, it took the punch away, right? Because your kidnapper could can say the sky is blue, anything. and you're going to go, no, it's not because he's your kidnapper. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, you're so yeah, hundred percent. But what when we know what he was saying is true, but right. that was an easy excuse for Emma to just bail out, right? So there was there's a whole conversation in the Discord in the spoiler channel right now about Emma's character and where it goes and and like how you know at the end of this season and then going into next season, how she flips you know and like what like what's different about her character next season versus this season how she talks about things it's very interesting to kind of see everybody's opinion on what exactly what you're talking about is that kind of uh hypocritical uh thinking style right where she it's really easy for her to believe her friends also friends people that she met like two months ago uh like and you know and without any proof and without anything and then like all of a sudden being really super super standoffish about everything else uh which i believe august eventually calls her out on but you know that come to the discord and and talk with these people too because yeah because they're bringing up some really 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 great points about the life of that arc that character arc and where some of them are a little bit flawed and where some of the you know the way that it's drawn out is actually kind of cool um we're gonna rewind yeah it's rewind time gonna rewind a little bit just so we can get the full we're just gonna go right to the beginning of this scene uh, so this is the end of the David scene with all this dramatic music into the party. And this is just a perfect example. If you don't want me at my lowest, you don't deserve me at my highest. And that's how Mary oh, Margaret yeah. feels, Hi. and she deserves to be yeah. hey. Sure. Oh, yeah. nice. Absolutely. All of these people, just to welcome me home? I got a lot of friends. I didn't feel like that yesterday. To really... That, even those two sentences, that very hurts. powerful. It hurt to hear. Yeah. How bad was it? Getting caught in his office. Not bad. I played it off. What were you looking for? Did you find it? Nope. But I have a feeling it's gonna find me. There she is. Watch this is me talking shit with uh, about about a person in the room. Hey, I have something for you. Well, thank you. We're so glad you didn't kill Mrs. Noah. <laughs> yes! It's from the whole quest. And I got you a bell. I love Henry. I love him oh, so much. Great. Tell everyone I'll be back soon. Okay. Hey, Henry, we should get you home before your mom finds out. That won't be pretty. The whole town is in this the party. The whole right town is in this loft. 
Hey, Henry, you leaving already? Yeah. Gotta get home and do homework. <laughs> what? She just She's went down. <laughs> I think if you just give it some time. I just wanted to... Hey, Henry, why don't you head home with David? Okay. Emma, I know you're Sorry. not used to this whole mom thing, but no. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to say this. I actually, I watched that quickly, but I actually think that was handled really tactfully. I'm thinking about girls who have ex-boyfriends. Oh, yes. No, some... she absolutely did girl code and did what she was supposed to do. It was sending yeah. Henry home with somebody else. <laughs> well, um, but again, this stupid small town and like, da- like, Is like it small, they know though? David. I mean, uh, there is a the Mad Hatter on the loose right now. That's true. That's true. She That's literally was just like, oh, my biological son, go home. <laughs> Some guy well, just I date mean, raped me the other day, like drugged me. That's, like That's true. That's a, that's not a, you're right. That's a really valid point. I just I feel like she treats Henry a lot more mature because Henry goes and runs off on his own. And he walks on, walks around the town. His mom doesn't like, know where he is 24 seven, which is just insane Yeah. You know what I mean? Me. So I feel like she, know, <laughs> it's like she knows that Henry can, Henry could have just he gone is street smart. So like on his own, we yeah. do need to throw so, him a bone. That just one little moment where she's like, I'm going to take you home. And then she's like, David, go. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Cause she was going to take him home. Right. So like, I will get off my I mom's soapbox that- now and, <laughs> <laughs> but but like it. passing passing him, you uh, I know you're not supposed to use your kid like this, but like quickly getting out of that situation so fast on her feet by being like, "Hey Henry, uh, you need an adult. Let David take you home." Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? And he can't say no I to that. What are you a, gonna say? Yeah, I think that was a really quick like pivot that I mm-hmm. I was a little I, mean, I was a little impressed by that. That's that seemed like Emma Emma's problem solving. Because that's that's kind of one of her. That's to me more one of her superpowers than the stupid lying bullshit. Is like her ability to adapt quickly mm-hmm. in the moment is kind of really impressive. Yeah, especially doing it so aggressively and without any doubt. Like she does it very confidently mm-hmm. of just like about face and let's go to a different plan. Yeah, um, it feels like the difference between this stupid sports analogy, but the, the difference between like a player and a captain of a team. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's a very subtle difference because yeah. they're both they're all playing the game, but the little tiny bit of leadership yep. you know and and she does that with most of the things that she does especially being the sheriff and investigating all things with henry and all that stuff you know she's good at just like pivoting so just just to be like uh henry new adult go away goodbye <laughs> instead of just she could have just closed the door in his face yeah but she like smoothed it over and made it like not uncomfortable which right. i think girl code was just to keep them apart but, but she gave him a job to, yeah, to make it like comfortable, like normal, like quote unquote normal. To because I, I, to me, that makes it feel like she's also looking out for David. Like she's not mad at him, and she's not trying to make him feel bad. She's trying to like you know what I mean, play yeah. to his emotions a little bit too. To be like, you can't be here because you have a thing to do, right? Wink, you know, like so mm-hmm. that it's not embarrassing. I don't know. It's that that actually stood out to me as like, a, oh wow, that was a really yeah, that was really that was actually pretty damn smooth. <laughs> Hard to let him go, isn't it? Where? You son. Where'd you come from? Yeah. Pretty much the hardest Was thing. that an entrance? A Speaking of no. something we weren't talking about. <laughs> party. What was he doing? So, yeah. he, was like, he was probably... Did you make Catherine suddenly materialize? He it... was skulking behind the stairs. Right. When he looked He's over literally him, like, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> Henry, yeah. Henry's like, how bad was it? And he's like walking around back there and they're like looking at him from the couch. <laughs> like, what is he... Dude, he's, he's walking in a circle behind the stairs randomly. 
It sure played that way to me. Was that the magic you were going to work? Because if you kidnap that poor, innocent woman just to let her go... Are you proposing I'm working with Regina or against her? I don't know. Maybe diagonally. That's a good working, right? My question's about something else. What do you know about him? He goes by August. He's a writer. Typewriter wrapped in an enigma wrapped in stubble. Ooh. Why? I remember that. He was poking around my shop today. <laughs> August Wayne Booth. Clearly a false name. There's one thing I know about his names. Writers go by pseudonyms. What does it matter? You trust him? Yeah. Didn't answer the question. A lot more than I trust you. And he clearly trusts her, which is funny to me. Does that feel like a square off to you a little bit? No. I'm going to make you drink. It, oh, see, drink I don't anyway. think that was a square off. I think that not was an angry one. more of like an alliance because Galt does not give out information like that to everyone. Thank you, Honora. You can fetch your supper now, dearie. Dearie. Actually, the first one as the dark one yeah. in this timeline. You know what I mean? You killed that man. No, you were hurt. Uh, I squished a snail. Speaking so. of which. Tomato, tomato. No. I don't want magic. It's just a scrape. I want a band-aid. This will be <laughs> So will this. Hydrogen as peroxide, Dad. Put it on. <laughs> Use a Q-tip. You're different now. You see it, don't you? You're a dick. You hurt people all the time. <laughs> I created a truce in the Ogre's War Bay. I walked into the field of battle and I made it stop. I led the children home. Surely a man who saved a thousand lives is done. A man who saved a thousand lives can be done with it. You can stop doing things. Ow. I can't. It's like he's making a pie. I this need more like power. Pouring things in. Salt bay. So I can protect you. Yeah. I wouldn't need protecting if you didn't have power. Well, I can't get rid of it. Have you tried? Tried. Someone kills me with this, then they gain the power. I should probably stop no, you know that saying bay. that out loud. No. Is that what you want? That's not what I want. I just think there might be other ways to get rid of the power. Also, what a gas. Have you Is that what you want? For- you want me to die? He's yeah, a kid. Right, He's a kid who doesn't want you to murder people. Well, you look for a little That's a good point. But don't get your hopes up. Papa. If I find a way for you to get rid of the power, a way that doesn't kill you or hurt me, would you do it? It's not possible. <laughs> There's the line. Hello. We have no idea what to do with the It has nothing to do with but that's the, what they pulled out, so that's where we're gonna go with. So, uh, have your title, title of the episode drink. It was. Would you do it? Don't you miss how it was? Are you really that unhappy, Bay? Yes. I can conjure anything you desire. Mm. I desire Name a it. nice dad. What do you want? <laughs> I want my father. Thank Boom. you. Yeah. Me and Bay are on the same side right now. Happiness, Bay. <laughs> if you find a way. I'll do it. Oh, look at his little skin really filled cute. with hope. He's yeah. really cute. Ooh. A deal struck. He made a deal. He made a deal. It's part of, it's part the of only deal he's ever broke. Boom. Okay, a couple things. Excellent storytelling style to establish this pattern that they're going to say some relatively innocuous things in Storybrooke, 
some and some random analogy metaphor that they just pa- say in passing that then becomes that episode's mm-hmm. uh, en- uh, enchanted forest flashback. You know, the snail, the whole deal thing. Like that's a that's a pattern that they do in these flashbacks that I think is really strong. It's something the way that you would do in novel writing. And I almost wonder if it's like a Jane thing. You know what I mean? Because of the way that she writes. Yeah, because it's just so, it feels so organic. It does. Yeah. And it's the way you would like say something in one chapter and then resolve it in the very next chapter Mm -hmm. in a novel. Like that's really powerful and awesome. And the second thing is we talk about Lana Perea's ability to play seven or eight different versions of the same single character throughout their life. Same. Same. Rumpelstiltskin, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle does that just the same. <sighs> they are a powerhouse together. They really, and I love the fact that they are both villains that are fighting all the time, mm-hmm. but not not enemies necessarily. But not on the at same odds. scene, not on the same side as well. It's diagonal. Yeah. It's in, it's it, it, it's diagonal. It really is. It really is. Which is kind of awesome and unique. It's not. It's not a common way to nope. place. You know. Like, uh, you know, heroes and villains and storytelling like that to have two villains that do- that don't like the villains usually automatically make this alliance. Right. Like the enemy of the enemy is my friend kind of thing. And, and most of Regina's not- evil relationships are diagonal. Yeah. I'm going to start calling it diagonal. But she really, it yeah. really is like that. Yeah. I mean, Maleficent was the same way in the mm-hmm. first couple episodes. Uh, and, and we'll actually find plenty more in the in the oncoming seasons. But back to our point about his acting robert carlisle we've seen him play completely demented imp rumpelstiltskin more familiar with the story that we know of rumpelstiltskin right a little crazy a little kind of you know giggly and and mischievous we've seen him play mr gold which is just later in the rumpelstiltskin storyline where he's playing a normal person but kind of a very curmudgeony older you know man of power mm-hmm. kind of thing um da- then we've seen him cowardly dad complete utter just molting coward useless coward horrible dad horrible anything right just sniveling and then we've seen the desperate version of that turn into the very very beginning at the end of that episode of him just turning into feeling what this power feels like Mm -hmm. right and kind of going back and forth between the new power and the old cowardly way and now just evil like this is like normal classic evil yes but it's pre- giggly like yes yeah it's a really weird middle ground but it's it's almost like watching uh uh christian bale play pre-batman batman Batman, right the beginning of like rich kid turned vigilante instead of the michael keaton batman that we know right the like already established like kind of broody val kilmer like very dark and and you know upset and depressed the the original kind of joyridey go to clubs with girls and like you know be bouncing on the street and doing whatever as that early batman there's a little bit of both the immaturity and then the future older version so this rumple is not doing the crazy showman stuff everybody's afraid of him but it's 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 almost the premature version of what that giggly version of rumple's gonna mm-hmm. be right so he did those little things with the hands for you know which is kind of like leading into the way he's gonna be later yeah it's all those little tiny subtle things and even the way his voice goes up and down it's like not fully developed yet and mm-hmm. that is so difficult as an actor to be able to put these hard lines on like the evolution of a character when you're playing those scenes out of order you right. know you're not it's not like a movie where i mean yes movies and tvs are tv shows are are shot out of order but but what the script is is still linear 
So even though you're shooting it out of order, it still goes the, the what the final product is. It goes in order. right. So like you he makes up, he go. wakes up Monday and he plays this rumple, and he wakes up Tuesday right. and he's Mr. Gold. It like you know, it's never. That's never really the same. hard. That's really, and it's not. It's okay. Playing two characters, maybe you can get away with that. But playing like four or five or six different versions of it is really impressive. Very and nailing yeah. every single one. Like you know, like if we didn't know where in the timeline this was, and we saw a scene of that in Rumple, you would immediately know where in his life evolution that is, mm-hmm. as just from mannerisms and voice. And that is, and same thing with Lana Perea. Like we keep seeing this evil queen, and you could almost pinpoint where in her evil journey. You know, is is it kind of early, loopy, wide-eyed Regina? Is it really dark and twisted, I'll do anything to get my way at the end? Is it still early? Like, you can tell because of the way that they're projecting yep. the acting, which, man, I don't know why this show does not get more credit because it really is impressive. <laughs> All right, we got someone breaking into a lock. They do. I think that's what it is. Oh, it's Mr. Gold. Breaking in at the It's so end? funny that they're... They're oh damn! They're picking the lock like a lock, like a loop and stick lock, like old school lock, with like the two pick and locks that you use to pick our normal key locks. Yeah, like, there's nothing in there for you to like. You're just ding up and down and yeah. move. He just stuck two pieces of metal in there, sort of fishing them around, and then door opened. All right, so we're seeing. Uh, oh, this is the first person. Oh, there's the wooden donkey. Somebody in the film industry, and a wooden donkey. Vancouver. Oh, shoot. The Dark One's Dagger. Holy. Does it say Rumpelstiltskin? It sure does. Commercial break. Okay. I know we're stopping a lot, but in the writer's room, they're like, okay, Rumpel's going to break into August's room. He's got to find out about August. So, and this is kind of how writer's rooms work, sort of. They'll go, okay, so he's got to break in. What does he find that makes him more mysterious? Go. Just ideas, right? He finds a little artifact here and there. Who in that room went, the dagger? You're promoted immediately. That's an amazing idea. That's such a good idea. Who that are that's you? the thing. How dramatic is that to find specifically the dagger? And of not all the dagger, a drawing of the dagger. Uh, yeah, yeah, a drawing of the dagger. So he knows what it looks like, but doesn't, obviously, doesn't have it. Whereas we assume gold probably has it or else he'd be really freaked out if he didn't have it. Right. (laughs) So like the fact that he drew it to scale exactly the way that it appears that we just saw in the previous scene, also showing us how important and reiterating to us again, because it's been a while since we've seen that, how important the dagger is, what its value is. Oh, someone killing me with this dagger is what messes up everything. And then immediately after in storybook, making that a thing of great storytelling. Really, flashbacks used expertly. So now we're back at Granny's Inn. Oh, here's Sydney Glass, just enjoying a cup of Joe. Hey, Sydney. I can't wait until she finds out that Emma. he's double crossing. Hey. Oh. So, things certainly did work out. Oh no, she already knows. She she's knows. Right in the office. You told me you could help me with Mary Margaret, and I wanted to believe you. But eventually, there are things that even a blind sheriff. Cannot ignore. Is that a bug? I oh, can't for wait. For God's sake, Sydney. For quiet. right now. <laughs> you fooled me. You spied on me and you reported it all back to that sick, crazy woman. I can't even imagine what she has on you, but it must be something huge. She's a good mayor. She tried to get Mary Margaret convicted of a murder that didn't even happen. You're in a lot of trouble. There is a DNA trail in a basement of some house out there, and I'm going to find it. And she's going to go away. Maybe. 
I wouldn't bet against her. She's an amazing woman. Do you? He's a oh, genie, remember? Oh my god, I forgot. Why did I forget? Yep. yep. Fine. Great reveal. Whatever. Fine. I Here's love her answer thing. is fine. That's you hilarious. I will have that evidence. And you need to think long and hard. Okay. You can either help me and help yourself, or you're going to go down with her too. Taryn, if you're out there, I'm going to need you to add upside down frowny face Emma to the drink list because I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> I love you, Jennifer Morrison, but. Disappointed Emma? Upside down frowny face Emma's going to be drinks every time. Okay, Emma, uh, Jennifer, when you get up from the booth, make sure you uh, flick your jacket back so we can see we know the you sheriff's have badge. A badge. We, need to, we need to see that badge. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? What? Ah, it's rewind time. I don't know what Hold, we're freaking please. out about. Hold. You can't see it because it's too small in the, in the, the video cast. Can you see it now? His license plate says 23. It just says NR23 on oh, it. Oh, I did not. Tell me you didn't have a what's in the hatch and his whole ass license plate says 23 and no other letters on it. Um, excuse what's me? the deal? You people that run the wiki? Yeah, get your act together, y'all. Boo. Thank you. Boo. Well, we got a sweet uh, impromptu what's in the hatch. You know how hard those are to find mm -hmm. randomly? <laughs> What time is on the clock? It looks like uh, a 10... 8 o'clock. Just oh five. <laughs> ten oh five. <laughs> it looks like 10.05, which is... Is this 10 in the morning? What gray color gray is this? I don't understand. This is morning. Like, this is Maine, so... Sydney Glass was having coffee. 10 in the morning. It feels awfully... I don't know. This feels like a weird weather pattern. But it's a coastal Maine town, so... Isn't it a little... You can have a cast over. What time of year should this be? We don't know, do we? No idea. None. Emma is in a leather well, jacket. That's all we got going she on. She got there in October. That's true. I, I guess we assume it's cold. So I, I'm guessing it's probably December, January. Because if she got there in October, she's been there for a few months, I imagine. It's probably yeah. winter. January, probably. February. Where's it's the snow? It's probably a decent, decent guess. It's yeah, it's Maine. Maine. Yeah. This is why... You know what I mean? I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Seems kind of strange. <laughs> it's because in the coast, wouldn't the sun have risen like a lot Well, it's lot definitely earlier? not 10 at night. Well, no, but like, I don't think 10 is correct at all. It's def It could be 10 a.m. This is like 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> Maybe. You know what I mean? I think oh, it could be right. 10 a.m. You think so? All right. Anyway, what's in the hatch? Where's he gone? The answer is... August license plate. Oh, they have a the hardware match. and paint store in Storybrooke. I wonder who runs that. Yeah, look at that. We're we'll LARPing. Find out some random. A little LARPing. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah, why don't you join in, Bay? I have some business nearby that would bore you. Because they don't like right. me because my dad is a piece of crap. Yeah, thanks a lot, bro. Yikes. So sad. It really is super sad. Oh, I mean, the same baby. would be true of like. Bellfire. 
Like some king's son would have the same problem, you know? I'm dangerous. They're just scared of your papa. But I'm not. You won't let him hurt me. <laughs> I don't think he's so bad anyway. I saw him on the battlefield when he stopped the fighting. It was like a miracle. Who is this girl? Now he's getting worse every day. She's adorable. But he said he'll change back if I find a way. I just don't know where to look. Rule Gorm. Rule Gorm. I heard about it when I was in the trenches. Oh, the, the blue other fairy. soldiers talked about it. Mm-hmm. Rule Gorm is an ancient being that rules the night. The original power. Bigger than Papa or worse than Papa? Bigger than anything. He's coming back. Read my lips. Bless you. Keegan Connor Tracy. <laughs> Bigger than anything. Your friend didn't want to say hello. You frightened them. What is it to be frightened of, eh? They'll get over that in time. You have stains on your boots. Oh, yes, that. Ah. Uh, we need a new maid. God, Snow! She heard us talking about the knife. She was mute. She couldn't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, oops. Well, the mutes can draw a picture. Oh, see a little, see a little <gasps> bit of that little wiggly. That, that's, see, also, that's the rumple. I love, I love seeing that come out. Even mutes can draw a bit. picture immediately after we see the dagger drawn. Oh, yes. Interesting. Oh very good. Very good. Uh, I have an update. Connor Dwelly, born 1998, age 22. They're all, mm. they just grabbed all the 12 year olds <laughs> at the same time. I wonder if they all, all hung out and like were friends on set. Like, did they all do school together? How did that they work? They had to. They were all literally they're all 11, 12. 12, 13. Like, literally yeah, all, all of same them are exact 12. age. Uh, looks like. Minor roles in movies such as Passengers with Anne Hathaway, appearing on television on Smallville. Uh, from where, where, where? Probably Canada. Where are you from? It doesn't actually even say. It just says she started in New Zealand. Not a lot known about her. She oh. currently resides in Vancouver with her parents and two pugs. Somebody followed up with this bitch's pug's names. Like, why is that on the wiki right now? <laughs> Tasa and Goji. She has two bugs in their name, Tasa and Goji. You're welcome, Wikipedia. Like, what? Oh. She enjoys swimming, skating, and playing the piano. Where? Okay, footnote. Where the hell is that information from? Please right. tell me. Did she say that Because <laughs> that's super, super weird. Uh, ConnorDwelly.WorkBookLive.com. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I am now in a rabbit hole. I must find out. Oh, my gosh. What is this? This is a crappy HTML5 webpage. I got to show this to you. Hold on. This is hilarious. Look at this. This is the, when Aww. I clicked on the webpage, this is what it is. It's just a black and white webpage. Connor Dwelly, it's D-W-E-L-E-L-L-Y <clears throat> dot workbooklive.com in case you want to go check it out. This is literally like a pre-MySpace HTML5 right. website. Uh, with her resume on it and some photos. This is probably just her agent or something. I mean, she's she's adorable, obviously. She's a 22-year-old in 2021. We've talked but, about this. They're I'm sorry, here. how do you spell her name? Connor is C-O-N-N-E-R-D-W-E-L-L-Y. Connor Dwelly. Uh, anyway, she's uh, great. That was a cute little scene. I like, I like putting people against our other kids. You know what I mean? Uh... And seeing uh, relatively strong acting, which I think that was that was great. Looks like she's also been an iRobot and Avatar, apparently. Oh, wait. She's been greatly... Oh, correction. She's been greatly influenced 
in her interest in visual effects from her father, Bill Dwelly, who has worked on films like Avatar and iRobot in Vancouver in the Institute of Media Arts. She made game design and stuff. has an Instagram and she only has 923 followers. Sure does. Look at that. Guys, we're doing the real reporting here. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this is what you came to this Once Upon a Time podcast for, right? Um, and there's, yeah, there's a bunch of pictures of her as a kid. <laughs> yeah, she's like a regular ass kid. She's just a Connor, you want to come on kid. our podcast? Oh, I see where you're going with this. That's a good point. That, I wish we would have the f- foresight to like reach out beforehand so we can have them on this the actual show that they're featuring. Oh she's so cute. Like, look at her little cactus Halloween costume. Yes, she, she really is. She's she's fantastic. I always I I know that I have this weird habit of like IMDb and Google stalking are the the kids on this show. It's just because this show because it was 10 years ago and they're all about the same age, they're like right at young adulthood right now, which would potentially be the peak of your career, right? We saw it with Bailey Madison. We saw it with the girl plays Gretel, you know, being that age in 2021 with the things, you know, Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff that, you know, even 10 years ago was not quite as powerful as it, you know, Instagram wasn't the powerhouse that it was even 10 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? So, so to have that in your twenties, uh, is, is a big deal and it can do things for your career or you can just be regular and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, and she's, she's she's working with what's her name from house, a normal life. Who is that? The the head of house. He has a relationship with her. Oh my God. Why can't I remember? Oh, 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 Uh, so anyway, guys. Yeah. Connor, what's your name? Connor Dwelly. Maybe we'll have you on the show. Oh my God. Is she going to be the first one? Hey, you want to talk about Once Upon a Time on our weird podcast that like 150 And you know what? They updated the wiki to say that she has pugs because in her bio on Instagram, it says actress, filmmaker, artist, proud pug owner. She loves her pugs. Yes. There it is. There it is. Man, people go dig deep. There's a picture of the two of them right on the top of the podcast right there. They're super cute. Uh, Anyway. All right. Anyway, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Connor, for your contribution to Once Upon a Time. Maybe that's her only uh, appearance, but still. Who knows, but she was important to us. She was important to us. Maybe we'll talk to you soon. Uh, So right now we're looking at the Sisters of the St. Mesa, Misa, whatever. This is the convent. The Uh, the nunnery. The nunnery. Uh, this is that place in whatever I called out in production notes of where it is. <laughs> I already forgot. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. You can rewind. It's fine. Anyway, here's a convent and we'll continue on. <laughs> We're talking to uh, good old Keeg, Keegan. Oh, August. Oh, that's where August went. August went to go talk to the Blue Fairy. That's where we are. Whatever her name is in Starboard. I forget. Mm-hmm. Sister Teresa or whatever. She always looks flawless. Mother Superior. She does. Mother Superior, that's it. Good afternoon. Like, I would be a nun if my outfit looked Our rent is paid in full. (laughs) I'm not here about the rent. Good day to you, then. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Tell me that mother just left here. Who did he say he was? What did he want? That little smile. I don't have to tell you that. And I don't have to know double your rent. Uh, but you do, because... I'm Advice and counsel. He came to town looking for his father after a long separation, and he recently found him. 
And a happy reunion has already taken place. No. He hasn't spoken to him yet. Uh. Why not? Excuse Why would me? she tell the truth? It was a difficult parting. There are many issues to be resolved between them. She has no reason not to. I see. How interesting. I wonder I who did his not dad remember is. That. I, I did not remember that at all. I wonder if they're trying to get you to think that August is Bay. I mean, that's that's very much what that seems. Feels like that's what they're leading it up insinuating. To. Yeah. Are you there? If you can help me. Oh, this is when she was in the bushes. Please make yourself known to me. Oh yes, this is when she's in the bushes. Off on the side, just giving him his lines. What's up, Rule Gorn? What up, Holmes? Homegirl just coming out flawless in this dress. I just love the teamwork behind this. Like, this little 12-year-old. Not little. 12 is... I don't want to invalidate them. 12-year-old. This is a hard job. I can help. Yeah. And she's helping him by sitting in the bushes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're a fairy. (laughs) A blue one. (laughs) Oh. And you're not untouched by magic, are you, child? His hair, her makeup. Love it. There's something dark in your life. My father. He's the dark one. Oh. I can't make him the man he was before. But I can send him someplace where he won't be able to use his powers. Not a jail. I want to be with him. Like it used to be. Not a jail, young one. Just a place without magic. But magic is everywhere. In this world, yes. You see, what ails your father is specific to our realm. His powers do not belong Oh, here. so he's not the dark... I mean, obviously, he's not the dark one in the story. You must go where you can escape this wretched curse. Go? We have to leave? Yes. It is the only way. Can you do it? Can you leave everything here behind for the unknown? Something just clicked. Means I get my father back. Then yes. You're a very good son, Balefire. You are the part of him that keeps him human. That little light inside of him that still glows. That's his love for you. Yeah. Hold out your hand. Which would make sense for, like, later when he doesn't have Bay with him and he's just Rumpel. Why he's so crazy? Because he's not human anymore, almost. Because she just said that he's the one that keeps him human, so... Yeah. The Rumpel we've already seen without Bay is bean. even less human. So we got the magic very bean. very last one that is known to our kind. Jack and the Beanstalk. The others got away from us. You just use it wisely. You follow wherever it leads you. It will save you both. That was quite the exit. <laughs> Mysteriously disappeared. Mary Margaret. Please wait. Look, I'll leave if you want. I, she I does just think want we need that. to talk. So you're just being a man saying I need something. I to apologize. But you yeah, think sounds you right. Too. Keep going. I didn't believe you. I didn't stand with you. Olivia Rodrigo runs real hard in your veins. You I can know, feel it. Also, <laughs> this so coat. I know. Is this the oh, anthropology? The no, I don't the anthropology know. Was a sweater, right? But this coat is the best I've seen so far. I want Guinea. the brand details on this coat. Homegirl Guinea. You're coming correct with this outfit. Right? I can't even tell you how fire this looks. Like We stand this so hard. You know what she looks like? She looks like Uma Thurman 
in uh, what's the uh, the one with Sean Connery? Oh no no no! You know what I'm talking about? This is giving me she Meryl Streep Devil Wears Prada vibes. Okay, yeah, totally. Meryl Streep has same same kind of you know uh, power look, the high Oof. cowl neck. Very. I want very this coat. Delightful. Brand details. Uh, I need this. <laughs> yeah, what's up with the brand info? You gave me stupid. You give sweater me I don't a care stupid about. cashmere sweater when you're not giving me this powerhouse of a coat. Let me see. I got. I'm gonna find it for you right now. Set notes. Uh, brand info at the welcome home party. Who cares about that? Same card. Want her pink sweater? Literally, you can't give me a little bit of brand info on the one piece of clothing I actually really want to know about. God, useless. Um, the I I. <laughs> This okay, so so in the beginning, you're gonna not do real life rules on potentially just not doing the infidelity at all, right? But all of a sudden now, you're not gonna do soap opera wise. You're gonna give me super real life. Like she's gonna be mad for 17 episodes. Okay, you gotta pick and you can't just pick and choose. Mm -hmm. You gotta Mm -hmm. be consistent because right now, her being this angry still, and in the way that this is being done, feels. Like someone said, she has to be antagonistic. It feels a little bit more forced than I feel like makes sense for this storyline. I don't care about this anymore. Just work it out so we can move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to just drag this out to because it's just two people. Like, we don't need to see them fighting anymore. Like, that part is done. We've established that. So now we just have to move on to the next thing. And I don't think we're. They're just dragging this on. So like every single time, every single scene is going to be Mary Margaret and David trying to talk to Mary Margaret and then somebody being like, you can't talk to her. And then her being like, I don't want to talk to you. And then David being like, please let me talk to you. It's over and over and over again. I'm bored of that already. You know what I mean? Let's work it out already. Like that. Okay. If he had gone to the hospital and Catherine was still like, you're a jerk. man, I'm still mad. I'm not like, would, okay. Yeah. Realistic. Sure reasonable for her to have those feelings after having just been kidnapped kind of his fault sure yeah but they didn't do that they immediately just went into we're just gonna tie this bow on this thing we're gonna resolve it now maybe that's not the most realistic but for the purposes of the flow of the tv show that's exactly what was supposed to happen in that point is to just like go in there and be like are we good we're good move on (laughs) you know what i mean it's very short it's nice and tied up so to not to do that there and not do that here feels like you're not Either make them both drag it out or just make them both wrap it up. <laughs> Don't give me three scenes in this one episode or where, where like David's trying to like, I just want to, can I just, can I just say hi? <laughs> and Emma's like, it's not time yet, bro. Like, it's just, come on. She enough. wears this coat twice and there are no details on it. Really? She wears not it again in season three, episode 10. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. Thank you for, uh, for doing the work, looking that up. Appreciate it. I really, I, uh, I really would have bought it. I was keeping everybody busy. With I would have uh, bought it ranting. if I found it. So this is the, this is probably the first one one of us would have actually purchased. Yeah, I feel strongly about this one. Anyway, all right, we on. Sort of blows you backwards, and the one person you thought would always be there to catch you, the guy cheating on always his wife. Though? You thought that would have been the yeah. one person who, who, you, going on? who you just met. It was your jewelry box, your fingerprints, knife in your apartment. It was a setup. And a really good one. That's also true. But was it a good setup? I'm human. I fell for it. Would a real murderer leave all of that evidence? Sorry, but we have to move forward. It's called uh, an orgy of evidence, uh, as told by Tom Cruise's character in 
or not Tom Cruise, uh, one of the other characters in the movie Minority Report. Yeah. Every single time that comes up in a TV show or a movie, I always think of that scene. Because it, have you seen Minority Report? No, I don't like Tom Cruise. Okay, well, there's a setup in Minority Report, right? And the whole movie is about like him being set up and w- whether or not he's set up. And, you ha- and the whole movie is trying to figure out what if the setup is real or not, right? So there's a scene where he goes in and there's all these pictures. Someone kidnapped his son. That's what he's looking for. And, they, and this guy was made to look like he kidnapped this kid. And you have to figure out whether that's true or not. And when the guy walks in, uh, Colin Farrell's character, actually, he walks in. And everybody's like, well, the kid has, the, the guy has pictures, all Polaroids all over the bed of the kid in places. And like, you know, it's supposed to look like he was a pedophile or whatever. And Colin Farrell's character walks in and he's like, I saw this in, uh, in the Academy. You know what they call this? They call this an orgy of evidence. It's, uh, it's clearly set up every single time. I always think of this. I got to find the scene and link it somewhere because every like, single time. I need time to know why like Mary that, Margaret would put Catherine's heart in a jewelry box. I mean, <laughs> I need to know why this was justified for anyone. And I know the soap opera fairy tale, but like, what but part like, of them were like, that's legit? But that like makes Florida sense. man, everything that Florida okay. man does, this is in Maine, saying, though, like, which is honestly yeah, but, the New England. Of, this is honestly the New England, Florida. Maine is. Is it? <laughs> That's, yeah, okay. So we're kind of... Caught know, myself we're, there. We're, um. Yeah. But, like, I guess the whole idea is that crime is not limited to logic, right? Yes. So just just because it's not... Just because it's crazy I can't side with David it's in not argument, plausible. Though. Okay. But well, I can't side I will, with Mary Margaret either. I'm diagonal to both of them right now. I'm going to start will, using the word diagonal for everything. The word diagonal is our new... That's our new little... <laughs> Because like I can't agree with Mary Um, Margaret being like I thought you were the one person and it's like first of all Emma should have been that person for you because she was that person for you David that's true why the hell did you not believe her and that's actually funny because the one scene where Emma didn't like perform for her and they got mad they cut that scene yeah so it actually really does make more sense for that to be Emma yeah but here's here's why where I say that Olivia Rodrigo's blood runs runs deep for you because your 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 angry angst is very. I will forever have teen angst. Sorry. No. Sorry. Now, I, here's my my uh, devil's advocate, right? Are you going to be a crotchety old man right now? No, 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 no. At what point does a guy saying, truly, not for some weird ulterior motive, but truly saying, I'm, he just said, I'm human. I fell for it. I feel like that's about as genuine of like a, like he, like I made a mistake. Now this is, this is what I'm saying. Like a teen angst idea behind like, you, no, you blame the guy until he dies. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Isla is agreeing with me. Uh, <laughs> are agreeing with that statement because I am seeing him. First of all, also, at what point do you give the guy credit for continuing to try? It feels and not excusey. because he wants something. The, okay, I think the beginning would feel excusey, but at this point, he's he's not given up so many times. I think it does float okay. over a little bit into being, I don't want to use the word noble. That's a little too aggressive, but it does float into like he's trying to do the right thing and he's trying to figure out different ways to do the right thing. And I think that the difference to me between someone who just wants to clear their name or doesn't want to feel guilty and the difference between that person and someone who genuinely wants to fix it is that the second person does not give up because it's hard and the first person will. 
Yeah. At what point does your reputation is just not worth it anymore? Mm-hmm. So you just oh, you sulk and you go away. And the and the people I I have always been kind of taught and told like the people in your life who want to be there will continue to work for it, and the ones who just give up and walk away are the ones who shouldn't have been there in the first place. So this does a little bit feel like you know <laughs> that it he's he's trying. He's human. He made a mistake, and he said out loud, "Look." I'm not making a justification for why what I did was right. I, I messed up. And yeah. he's done that a few times, or it's not even the first time he's done that. He's also tried to do that before. And the circumstance has made it a little bit excusey. But at this point now, I feel like it's time. So let's see what Mary Margaret does. Because if this really does feel like, all right, the guy's trying, like just enough with the I'm broody because I feel like being mad. You know what I mean? It's like something in this world doesn't want us together. And she backed off, so. Dark forces? Maybe. I don't know, but it's like something just keeps pouring poison between us. And what I don't want is to have all of those good memories replaced by moments like that. When I looked at you, and I saw that you didn't believe me. I know. They don't have enough of a tight relationship so to make this make sense. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I know. There's no reason on okay, on the flip side for him, they haven't been through enough where he wouldn't believe like without a shadow of a doubt that that was not even possible. Also, like why is he not more concerned about the fact that he saw Snow killing someone? Like why? And I hope they get to that. Cuz that was yeah, that's a good point. Like why do I have a memory of something that if that didn't, didn't happen? happen? Yeah. Then what? Where did that come from? I hope one of these two are like, can we investigate that, please? I know. But I love you. And that again, too early for this. This is what makes it all so sad. It's too early for this. this. Is very heavy. Just patch the yeah. relationship first, and then get there. Like, okay, that's something that you say if she's engaged and you're going to get married tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, all bets are off, you jump in. You don't have to jump in. The, the, that was that the Chuck Bass Blair Waldorf conversation and yeah. not that. Yeah, it feels, that feels desperate. Saying I'm human, I made a mistake, don't hate me is one thing. But to be like, I love you, we should be together, is jumping the gun. So yes. so that's another thing. That's a, that's a product of the accelerated, you know, uh, soap opera. We're getting to the end of the season. They have to, they, like, that should have taken a week. Mm-hmm. And it took, like, 10 minutes. So he kind of truncated yeah. all of the things he was supposed to say. So that's just a script, script writing, which is okay. But, hey, look, he's spinning straw. So we're back in the Enchanted Forest. Sorry, we're bouncing around a lot in this episode. Papa. It's the first time we're seeing him spin straw. I don't know if it's into gold yet, but at least he's spinning it. I found it. I, I found a way for things to be like they were. I want you to come with me. I can make things right. Have you heard of the Rogorm? Do you see how wide his eyes are open to? Mm-hmm. Blue star. The blue fairy. I always look oh, at like son, his face. Like how Fairy impressive magic that is. doesn't mix well with what I am. But you promised. She can help us. To take us to a place without magic. A place without magic. Uh, I'd be powerless. Weak. Like everyone else, it wouldn't matter. We'd be happy. We could be happy here. Father, please. 
You're getting worse. And you promised. This See, can like, work. As, as a dramatic actor, like, mm -hmm. he's putting a lot into it. You as made a, a kid, you know. Are you backing out? You made a deal with me. Ooh. No. Ooh, he hard cut to Storybrooke. Holy hell. <laughs> no. That was... That was aggressive. <laughs> Mr. Gold? Oh. Are you here for the rent? Why does everyone ask that? <laughs> because I you... love that. <laughs> would you... Would you like to talk? I don't know. Well, um... If you'd like to get something off your chest, please come in. A son? Wow, I, I didn't know you had a son. How, how old is he? Let's start with something easier. Okay. Um, what do you mean to say that you may found him? Let's just say there's someone acting the way I would expect them to act. So you, so you recognize him? Maybe. Or perhaps I'm just seeing what I want to see. I don't know. Okay, well, I mean, wouldn't I he recognize you? There was conflict. I'm not sure he's ready for a tear-soaked reunion. So he sought you out and he's hanging back. Maybe he's watching to see if he's welcome, looking for a sign that all is forgiven. No, 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 he, he's not the one who needs to be. I think he might still be very angry. Hmm. Anger between a parent and a child is the most natural thing in the world. I think he might be here to try to kill me. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> Right, that's that's not. <laughs> I let him go. I love when you he's like, a this is above my pay grade. I yeah, he's like, I'm not prepared for this. My entire life since trying to fix it, and now he's finally here. I just don't know what to do. Be honest. Just tell him what you told me. And ask him for forgiveness. I love how therapists just have to skip over the insane the shit you say and still give advice. No <laughs> Alright, so we're in the woods. It looks like we're still Storybrooke. This is August. I know who you are. Uh oh. And I know what you're looking for. Do you know? Well then, I guess all the lying can stop. Papa. Oh! Dun dun dun! Where are we going, boy? What kind of world is this we're going to? Uh. What kind of world is without magic? <laughs> <laughs> a better one. Do you not know what to do with this? <laughs> this is okay. I guess that's the sign. Uh, so magic beans are like the hat. So the magic beans are portals. To another world. That's going to come up quite a bit in the show. But this is the first time that you see it. So why the hell not? No, no, I don't think I can. Do not. 
A portal, as the Blue Fairy describes, to the land of the magic. It's a trick! It'll tear us apart! Weird how he's cowardly right now. Yeah, because it's still new. He's still... Remember, Bay is the part of him that keeps him human? He still has a little bit of that in him. What are you doing? Papa, it won't stay open long! Let's go! How does he know it won't stay open long? He doesn't know anything about this magic. I can't! I can't! You coward! You promised! Don't break our deal! Get off to! Papa! Yikes. He just let him go. He and just... there. He's. The kid jumped into. The you don't land come of magic back from that. Time. Oh. It's true. You don't. You don't. Look at him. Bye. Look what you just did. Bye! Yeah, bro. You fucked up? I'm sorry, Bay. I want to come with you. I want to come with you, Bay. Would you? I want to come with you. Bay! Bay! It's really sad, actually. Yeah. You were right, Bay. You were always right. I was a coward. Yeah, I feel like I know it's a little consolation. You shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> I just want you to know that ever since you left, ever since you crossed the barriers of time and space, in every waking moment, I'll be looking for you. This is really pretty, actually. Now that I finally found you. I know I can't make up for the past for the lost time. All I can do is to ask you to do what you've always done. That's to be the bigger man. It's really hard to watch this a second Forgive time around. me. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, Seth. Robert Kyle, though. Man. I'm so sorry, oh. Bay. Yeah. It's really pretty. Oh, boy. Oh. It's really pretty. Boy. Let's take this for what it's worth. This is really pretty. I know. In this, in this moment, truly, but... Truly forgive me. I forgive you, Papa. As far as I'm concerned, this is the episode where the show gets good. This is episode 20. You were looking for the knife. I thought that if you still had it, it would mean that you hadn't changed. Well, let's go and find it and see. Huh. I buried it here shortly after Emma came to town. Things were changing. Didn't want to take the chance of Regina finding out. Mm, it. it should be run about here some. Yeah, look, look. In a shallow grave, bro? Really? Yeah. It's in the middle of the forest. You wouldn't know where to look. I guess. How did he know? How did he know? Yeah. Always people are like, oh, I passed this tree twice. I guess it's around this corner. I'm like, I don't know. How the hell do you know? I hate the outdoors. I want you to take it. Destroy it. You know what? The way I know you always wanted to. I think seeing the actual dagger as a drink, because that's... Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I found you, and I don't need it anymore. I chose it once. 
Now I choose you. Hmm. Such a beautiful knife. They've done so many replicas and stuff. It's such a gorgeous piece. It's remarkable. By the power of the darkness, I command thee, Dark One. Whoops. You're trying to control me? I command thee, Dark One! You're, you're in a land without magic. You can't do that. It's stupid. I thought we had you. You love my son. You are not my son. Excuse me very much. Oh, well, this is getting you know, That should have ended like that. I thought it was going to. I'm just trying to use your power to help. Enough! Her. It's over, Booth. Or whoever you are, my son would never try to use me. And he would know. That this knife cannot harness any magic in this world because there is no magic in this world. <laughs> Rookie mistake. That's Dumbass. why he chose this place. Did you see the guilt in his he face? He didn't though? want me dabbling. <laughs> when August was like pretending to be him, he was so guilty. He was like, "Oh my god, this so man is confessing his worst yeah. sins, and I have to play Still along." Through flesh yeah, that was rough. It's about time you started answering some questions, Sunshine. Why the theatrics? Why didn't you just come to me? I needed you to work for it. Fair. I needed you to want it so bad you would ignore what your eyes are seeing. Do I even look like him at all? You no. kind of do, though. I mean, I would, yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> I hear things. No one knows about this. Night. I was going to comment no about the, the, the similarities. Like, I know. I'm like, I'm trying to hold yeah. it in. I'm like, I know it's not as fun. You from, yeah. there, <laughs> from my world. The fact that you're asking the question means you know the answer. Okay, now we're getting into the August. Oh, now that that's settled. That's <laughs> about my other question. Who told you about me and the knife? A little fairy. Why did you want that? If you know who I am. And you know who I am. The chances of you surviving this little encounter are pretty slim. So why take the risk? Because I'll die anyway. Oh. What? I'm sick. I'm sick and I need magic. That was that first scene of him convincing I was going to get the savior to believe that that woman... <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it long enough to see that happen. I don't think anyone is, bro. <laughs> Truly. She trusts you. It might be enough. Try again. Gold is multiple levels of crazy in this episode. Yeah, and I love it. You're going to You're going to die either way. This way. At least I might get something out of it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's Gold's way. He doesn't need to. That's the whole thing. Regina's all about aggression, right? Gold doesn't need to be aggressive to hurt you and get something out of it, which is why I really like I like about his strategy as a character. Rule Gorb, show yourself. See, I'm not a writer, but it would have been way better if that was the opening scene after ending with "You are not my son." Yes, I agree. But How they have I to tie this it? stuff up. I know you had the way you didn't take it. 
And there are no more magic beans. That's a Dummy. lie. We don't do that. A lie. You will never make it to that world. Well, I'll find a way. Hmm. There must be other paths. Hmm. A realm jumper, a time turner, no. a mage. There is no a curse. No. Ah. Curl. So it is a curse. Poker face. Awful. Of course you would think of a curse instead of a blessing. Your magic is limited like, by oh, its own oh, rotten oh, core. Look how quick he got crazy. Anyway, it can't be done. Yeah. Not without a great price. I've already paid a great price. So you'd be willing to sacrifice this world for the next because that's how great the price is. Oh, what do you think? Well, then I'll comfort myself knowing that such a curse is beyond your abilities. Oh, for now. But I've got all the time in the world. Sure does. I will do nothing else. I will love nothing else. I will find a way. You took my son, but I will get him back. I didn't take your son. Thank you, you took my son, but I will get it back. You drove him away. Talon girl. <laughs> yep. Preach. I'll find him. I will find you him. Sit with that. Yep. It's great. It's great. It's really well done. Incredible. Lana, have you been in your trailer this whole episode? <laughs> Congratulations, Sheriff Swan. Just hanging out. There's about to be a big break in your case. You just got yourself a confession. But I want you to listen to the whole Sydney. explanation so you understand why this happened. Oh, I'll hang on every word you say. Sydney, you can come in now. Uh, this idiot. He learned nothing. Tell her what you told me. It was me. I confess. I abducted Catherine and I held her in the basement. As the kids say, by the lake. he's a simp. I bribed a lab tech to get me the yep. heart from the hospital, and I used that same person to doctor the lab results. And the other thing? I borrowed some skeleton keys from Regina and planted the knife in your apartment. My keys. Can't help but feel personally violated about that part. Girl, I'm supposed to believe you did this. Why now? I was going to find her after the conviction, be a hero, then get the inside track on the biggest story to ever hit this like, town. Like nobody gives a shit about your newspaper. Stop it. Plus a novel and a movie, and I don't know. It sounds crazy. A novel and a movie. I don't know about crazy, but false. Yes, false as hell. I have maps to where the house is. You'll find chains in the basement. Lots of fingerprints. I mean, he's sure, already in servitude. I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Man has obviously suffered some kind of He's on the payroll. Break. He clearly hasn't been himself for a while. Yeah. It's like his words aren't his at all. Wow. You are so sold on your own rest of judgment that you can't even see the truth anymore. A word in the hallway, please. I love her ability to create these airtight cases so that things don't point back to her. Like, you know, because then she's like, oh, well, you're just biased. Yeah. You just have it you in for me. Like, she has me. ways to, Well, yeah. that's the biggest load of crap I've ever just classic sociopath. I'm pretty sure that's not true. That poor man. I know you were behind all this. I understand that you own the game and that you've set the boards that no one else can win. Oh, she got that But I'm about to start playing an entirely different game. Oh, hold on. I'm listening. I don't care about what happens to you. I don't care about what happens to me. All I care about is what happens to my kid. Seems out of left field, but carry on. And you are going to leave him alone. What? Emma. Uh-uh. I'm talking. Oh. Uh -uh. You're a sociopath lady. Uh -uh. You tried to tell uh -uh. It's rewind time. I have to hear that one again. 
<laughs> That's freaking amazing. And you. I don't care about what happens to you. I don't care about what happens to me. All I care about is what happens to my kid. And you are going to leave him alone. Am I? Uh-uh. I'm talking. of it just we're dead we're deceased that was the greatest square off we've had on the show yet i am uh love this love it love it what do you think that was a great episode i'm gonna clap it four nine that was a great episode four nine hold on let's get into it i know she's but so i just i had right to get now. it out there i had to just spit she, it out she's, she's so excited uh spoilers i'm right though i'm right right there with you uh so first what what uh she is referring to we'll get to in a second but first we have to name our mvps mvp <laughs> storybrook <laughs> storybrook you want to give it to emma because of that last 30 seconds but we really have to give it to august yeah unfortunately I have a weird thing right now because I really want to give it to gold because gold's crazy was the thing that I feel like it didn't really move the plot. Though. August it was just exciting it, for me though. to watch. He did. No, you're right. It has to be August. But Robert Carlyle. I know. Okay. We did Bailey Madison last week. Can we do an asterisk Robert Carlyle yes. for like amazing acting uh-huh. this week? Because and Emma so good. for the last 30 seconds. Yeah. 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 And Emma for the last 30 seconds. Uh, and Shannon Forrest. Is it Blue Fairy or Bay? Uh, it is. It's got to be Bay. He tried. It's gonna, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Bay. It's got to be Bay because Blue Fairy gave him the bean, but that's it's gone. You know, she's and she she's put the curse. She planted the curse f- seed in. Well, in he tripped on head. it. I think. I, I think okay, we're gonna bay. give it to Bay because. I can't wait till we get into the spoiler. I know. Although this is this is the one episode where I'm really glad that we didn't, because we would have we would have forecasted that August wasn't was Bay way too early. One. I know that really would have that really would have messed it up because that was a really because if because now we are taught in the show to kind of like you don't know what's what because for a second we were like that could be him, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a that's really powerful for them to do to us. So. Grant, it doesn't matter. Everybody, everybody listening to this podcast has already seen. They already knew that. I know. Nobody but was still, and okay. We, and we're over here like clowns, like pretending, like oh my god, August is Bay. <laughs> like stupid. We're Bay trying to play along for y'all. We're in the Enchanted do. Forest, and August and Storybrooke are this week's MVP. MVP. Boom. That was really. That was really good. You should be on radio sometime. Oh my! You're pretty god. good at this. <laughs> okay, so now we will rate the episode out of five. Uh, in our awards ceremony that we do at the end of every show called the first annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the Field of Excellence. Ah, ah, the crowd goes wild. Uh, how many gold stars? Spoilers. 4.9. Okay, but I have a reason for it. This episode was incredible. I'm, 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 I am docking so it. 
The only reason I am docking it is because I do not like that they didn't end with "You're not my son." I'm. I know we needed to tie up loose ends. I just think. Did we? Okay, so no, we we could have had the Emma Regina thing be before that that mm-hmm. scene. I think if that was just before it and the thing that tied that whole thing with the blue fairy didn't have to be in this episode at all. No, I really we think we could have just opened from oh, wait, right no, there. We could have done that too. When he left with the bean, we could have had that scene right after, then had the Regina uh, Emma, Emma scene, and then, then that last one, the you're not my son. And then, but I think part of it is we have, we can't just leave it there because we have to know that he's letting him go. We had to get all that information from August. Like that's not that's not next episode stuff. I know, because, but it just because we were misled. The way they end with cliffhangers last week, it was Catherine. Yeah, but think about this cliff. This quote unquote cliffhanger was Emma putting that threat out there because now we're like, oh shit, what the hell is Emma gonna do now? Yeah, like, she's now off the rails. So I think that's just as powerful of a place to leave the episode. Yeah. I'm giving it a five. Fuck it. Oh, it's five. I'm sticking with my four nine. It's five. <laughs> Five. It's a five for me. He's going off the rails, guys. Help it's me a out. Five. Somebody help me. Point one. You know why? Because you gave a good reason, and I don't dock it for the same reason. So it gets a, it gets a five fine for me. I'm sticking to that. <laughs> we are so nuts, and we still have a short episode. We're not. It's hard to get to these three hour ones. It's really, guys. I'm rushing because I literally have a gig I have to get to thirty minutes ago. <laughs> we're we're just trying to trying to get the episode out. Um. So I apologize for not milking it for another 30 minutes so that we could get a three hour episode. But trust me, there we showed up this week. And honestly, that was a feat in itself. So Yeah. The fact that we got to the end of this episode is kind of a miracle because I have to literally I'm not kidding. I'm going to stop this recording and run sprint out of my house and kiss my wife on the way out. So uh, so we're going to watch the promo right now for the stranger, stranger, which is episode 20. We're ready. Uh, We're so close to the end. All right. Here we go. The stranger. See what we got. What you do, Snow White will have her happy ending. The curse will end. Good will win. Three new episodes remain. Feisty, You're asking me to believe that you are a fairy tale character. TV's number one drama. It's time to face the truth. Why can't you believe? And for a hero to rise. You're telling me I have to save everyone? You're our only hope. ABC's Once Upon a About Time. All new next Sunday at 8, 7 Central. About time. It's about time. We're ready. Finally, we get through to Emma. Jeez. It's taken forever to get through to this girl. Um, Well, that's exciting. That's going to be all about August. We're going to find out who he is. We're going to find out what the the deal is. Yeah, but no one heard that. That's true. They did. Uh, And also what uh, the Blue Fairy said or Mother Superior was talking about was not a gag that was not no. her misleading him into thinking bay she was actually telling the truth so we're gonna get to we're gonna get to the bottom of what all that stuff is um all right let's do our wrap-up of the show stuff we got our phone number 207-536-8512 follow us on instagram pod at gmail instagram sbc the sbc pod join our discord uh, join the discord leave us a five-star uh, review yeah apple podcast actually okay here's the thing and i, I want to revise this too leave us a five-star review anywhere or leave us a review a written review anywhere and if you just like send us the screen cap of it to either instagram or gmail we'll totally read it on the show too. absolutely I know we have international count. people and you know apple podcast is what we look at but send us a screenshot if you're putting a review somewhere else so that we know um also lost patreon details will be coming out soon 
thank you to everybody who's contributed. We're like a we're like a, a small handful of people away. So okay. I, I feel like at this rate, it's going to be basically within this week is probably going to be where it is. So we're already preparing. We're already ready. We're getting there. We just have to get a few logistics uh, ready. But those details will be coming almost immediately. We have a very small special guest voice who ran away the last two seconds of the show. Everybody say She's hi back to Harper there Jane. Doing, say hi to Harper Jane. Hi, Harper Jane. Harper, you want to um, say hi? Come say hi to the people, Harper. She shook her no. head no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm too good for y'all. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of our show, and we will do our world famous world. Oh, Harper. Harper, what true. was that? Did you just say oh. all magic comes with a price? She sure did. And with all magic, all shows, they come with a podcast. And thanks for making us uh, yours. yours. Stay <laughs> sure, gold. Stay, Stay rumble. Rumble, I was so confident. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>